What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Metiche Monday, brought to you by Emo Brown Podcast, the umbrella company. All of the things. The Empire. Oh, shit. Emo Brown Empire, bro. Yeah. Brought to you by the wonderful people at the wonderful spot. Two years in, the Grasshopper. Fuck, bro. We got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Take your card in. Make it clack at 20% back. If you go on a Tuesday, you get three Emo Brown pre-rolls for $12 in addition to, what is it, like 30% discount on everything, fool? Wow. Uh, don't forget, Tribal Streetwear is also a brand that hooks us up, takes care of us, all of the things. Make your card clack there. Get 20% back. 10% off all fucking Pendletons. SilkCloud.com. Emo30 gets you what? 30% off. And we don't stop there, bro. 9-5 and Arts and Rec. 9-5 and Arts and Rec for the homies. <laughs> 9 farts, 20%. 20% off. 9-5, bro. And Arts and Rec. Take your card in there. Make it clack. Get it all back. Look at that. Arts and Rec. The homies. Barrio Logan. Trula Vista location. Make it happen. Three punk ales for all your ales. Make sure you take it down to Third Avenue and pretty soon somewhere else. But I can't say shit because, you know, NDAs and paperwork. But I have a partner at the brewery. Somebody else is saying all the shit. Telling everybody <laughs> everything on the plans of Three Punk Ales. Go down there. We got some cans right now. Freshly canned and packed. Uh, I think I was on Friday. Whatever's left over. Pff, minimal, bro. What do we got going on at the brewery, Kiki? This week, nothing, but uh, we were at the OTL Beer Fest, and we actually got best beer on the beach. Go ahead, bro. Hey. Yeah. Did we really? Yeah, they got an award. Best beer on the beach. What yeah. beer? We had the... Shit, what did he take? It had to be the Flama. It was Flama Blanca, uh -huh. and I believe he took Kill the Poor as well. Let me tell you, Flama Blanca has won best beer on the beach before at the OTL event. I don't know if Kevin's paying off the judges, or that's... Because <laughs> that was the first question I asked. He's like, who judges them? How do you get them judged? And he's like, no, no, it's just... Uh, people from on back, they don't know what it is. They're just they're just drinking blindly. I was like, all right, fool. You ain't got to lie to me, dog. I mean, I'm, I, I support you. You know, you're my partner. But good up, big up. Felicidades, Kevin. Kevin went to Nashville. He went to Nashville. He loves going and collecting awards, man. He loves entering all our beers into like World Beer Cup, uh, Great American Beer Festival. He loves it. We ain't no one shit there. But, but he loves going and enjoying himself. And I'm happy he came back to OTL and he was able to win something. Felicidades, Kevin. Hey, Cece. Hello. What the fuck are we drinking today? Today we are having a pica fresa mm. from Cassie made it up. One yes, of our did. bartenders at the Elwood. No yeah. wonder it tasted like Dodger Tears. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we won't know anything about that. Mm. Um, anyways, so enjoy. It's tamarindo vodka, tahine, yes. lime juice, fresh lime, and strawberry. Tamarindo. Yummy. That tamarindo Smirnoff. Is bomb. We go through so much of that shit. At cases the and cases it's and ridiculous. cases of it. Well, yeah, because our best selling drink is the Latin lover. And mm. that one. Named after Eric Casas. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Duh. Look at him. He can't even hide That's it anymore. That's Kenya's drink. And then Cassie made a rift on it. Mm -hmm. It's actually very similar. Just different, you know, purees inside. For those, and then of, one you, has squirt. For those of you at home watching me enjoy this through a straw. Let me tell you what it tastes like. Imagine it's Saturday afternoon. The paletero dude is coming down your block. Ding, 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 There ding. it is. You get some tubers, you get some takis. <laughs> Maybe you get a melted Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ice cream. But then he also has paletas. Yeah. He has the mango paleta. He has the corn paleta. And he has the strawberry paleta or the watermelon paleta wrapped in chili. Dude, this tastes just like that shit. 
You know, it's and we serve it at the bar with mm. chamoy and tahine, and it is so good. Mm. It's one of our best selling, for sure. This one Enjoy. and the Latin Lover. Yeah, this is like second in line. Really? Mm-hmm. That's why we go through so much tamarindo. Oh man, people are gonna think we're just profiting off our own culture by promoting all of these <laughs> Mexican drinks. Hey, well, that's a, there's a lot of that shit going around right now. Yeah. You can't do anything related to like Mexican culture or anything because people are gonna be like, oh. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, dude, I got a nopal tattooed on my ass cheek. I assure you, I'm paisa as fuck. Let's Don't worry. Let's see your forehead. <laughs> oh, look at you, married a Mexican. You're, you're fucking uh, over here. Robbing our culture. Hi. Robbing our culture. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, I'm blaming oh, in the background. Man. I want to give a big up right now to El Pinchi Compa Ben Campos. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Campos, Ben Campos of Campos Printing, he, he's available on Instagram. Every month, he donates $500 worth of merchandise to us. Every month, he gives us $500 worth of merchandise. And we, in turn, you know, we sell it. We get that money and we put it into the foundation and we do good shit with it. So this month, finally, bro, he's going to put this, this logo. Cause I get hit up on the DMS with dick pics. That's the one. And, and like, and, uh, and people ask me, what's up with this? When are you going to fucking put this logo on a shirt, the Richie moon design. So this is going to be coming out on a short sleeve tee color Brown, you know? So that should be coming out too. At least that's the next shirt that we got coming out with El Compa Campos, Ben Campos of, Hey, you used to, you tell me what name is better. Pinchi Gordo Brewing. Is what he had his fucking merch design. <laughs> That's why he brew. Yes or no, fool? Yeah. Kiki knows, dog. Kiki knows. It used to be called Pinchi Gordo Brewing. Okay. With nothing to do with brewing. He would just make <laughs> zero. Brew not bad ideas. Zero, zero to do with brewing. And let me let me make sure I get this name right. But zero to do with brewing or this new name that he came up with. He's like, shout out Ben Campos. Uh, Campos Printing. I like that. Campos Printing at Instagram since three, 1994. So yeah, he's been on Instagram since '94. That motherfucker been pinchy uh, gordo since '94. That motherfucker been pinchy gordo since 1984. Probably. Been <laughs> <laughs> hey Kiki, right now what's up with here before you go back to the brewery? Yes, sir. What's the update with your fucking fight, perro? Shit, man, three weeks out. Um, this is my last week of like hard training, mm-hmm. really. Like, uh, as you can see, I have another fucking black eye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were wearing eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, perfect. No, it's, it's a black guy for sparring. He's trying to make it sound cool. Uh, he's on a Motley Crue cover band. <laughs> yeah. You look like the singer for fucking uh, AFI, bro. Davey Havoc. With all the look at look at this fucking guy wow. rolling in. Yeah, no no fucks given. Yeah. My, sponsor, my sponsor right there, that guy? My sponsor. For way. Did he give you the black eye? He used to be <laughs> our sponsor. This fucking yeah, takes yeah, three months to make the punch in the face. Do you want to jump on the mic right now and talk or you want to wait? I can wait. Okay, cool. Because uh-huh. if you wait, you ain't going to get off. <laughs> <laughs> so you ready or what? You ready for that fight? Yeah, man, I'm ready, bro. This motherfucker's oh, fucking. I felt really good today. Like, yeah. I, I had some wrestling practice today. And, like, last week, I felt a little like shit because I was coming off of being sick. Mm. But, like, today I felt really good, bro. Like, I'm I'm set. So I'm, three I'm weeks happy. before the fight, how do you take care of yourself? How do you approach mentality-wise? Are you changing up your regimen for, for your fighting schedule? Like, and todo lo mismo? No, it's probably the same. I mean, the only thing is I'm not, like, uh, when I go to the gym and do that shit, like, I don't lift heavy anymore. It's mm. more for, like, uh, just to maintain, mm. um, keep my strength and shit. But uh, outside of that, it's, I'm still sparring, like, four or five days a week now. Um, still doing the two-a-days, still running 30 minutes every day. Uh, just, like, the day of the of the fight, like, the week of the fight, fight week, that's, that's when my training kind of just slows down to almost a halt and I'm just trying to water load so that the day before the weigh-in I can just like cut like a, like 10 to 12 pounds of water weight is a smart money still on you fool I still want to drop some money yeah on smart you. money's on me man yeah what's the name of your opponent 
Uh, Fran Breen. Fran, France and Beans. Have you ever met him? <laughs> no. No. I guess from Liverpool, he just they just brought him over. Oh, I don't know. Just yeah. from the beat up. Yeah. Oh, boy, to send him back. Yeah, man. You got this dog? Yeah, I got this dog. Yeah, seguro. Yeah. All right, man. He's, he's laser focused. He wouldn't even hit the joint the other day. Like this well, guy no, is he serious. didn't hit the joint, but he tried to hit me right now where we were in the warehouse. <laughs> I was like, slow down. Your joint. Yeah, he's like, he gave me a nice little punch, and I was like, all right, cool. So I just gave him a jab to the rib. Oh, you can't hit me. Uh, <laughs> it's too close. It's too close to the fight. You hit me. You hit me in my rib. Bitch, you're all ribs, bro. I remember when you used to be oh, heavier, dog. dog. Yeah. He's yeah. I'm six like pack. A, Show dude, that I'm thing. A, I'm like at 138 right now. Oh. Uh, what do you what, what's what are you normally at? Uh, I stay between like one forty five one one fifty. Nah, I know you when you were bigger, fool. I remember you were nah. bigger. What's the lightest? What is the weight fighting weight that you're trying to get to? One twenty five. One twenty five, and you're one thirty eight. Jesus Christ, fool. Yeah, but I mean, I, I only have to get get to that weight the for the weigh in. Uh-huh. Then afterwards, the, the next like later on, I blow back up to like one thirty five, one forty. Let's just say <laughs> you're three pounds over, and you've done everything. And your hair weighs 3.2 pounds. Are you shaving your hair? Yeah. Fuck okay. yeah. All right. That's commitment. All right. Well, it took him forever to get that thing, dude. He's been growing his hair out. And I was like, all right, good, good on you. So you can still shave it. that Let's shit. Let's see it. Let's yeah, see it. I'll take it Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Look at this guy. Got, oh my oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Might reckon, man. You might recognize him from driving your kids like to the school, school like, bus. Yeah. This fucking guy. Wink of Chamovsky. He's the Mexican auto. Is it Pichy Otto? Get on A. Put Baba. those fucking biceps on. Hey, check out his biceps, fool. Look at his biceps. Shit. Damn, he's buff, dude. Biceps. Dude, I have big biceps, too. All right. Oh. Oh. Is that how you submitted the UFC fighter or what? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you and I have a lot in common. You say his name, you coward. <laughs> hey, they're the same weight. Uh, hey, most of you are wondering why the fuck we're not reading anybody's name today. Well, you're also wondering why we're not live at 11. Why? Because we're live at 7 p.m. right now. Hey, what's up? Now I'm re- I'm we're reading, in the future. Right I now. am reading all your comments right now. And then uh, you, guys, you guys are funny. You guys are hilarious. 7 p.m. every Monday. Every Monday it's at 7 new. p.m. is the new new. Everyone's asking, well, you guys, uh, doesn't matter what we didn't do. This is what we're going to do. Every Monday at 7 p.m., tune into the YouTube channel, the Emo Brown channel. And that's where you're going to see us every Monday at 7 p.m., Sexy Lex is going to be there with her laptop interacting like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's sexy. Barry's going to be on there probably humming your Make fucking Pete, favorite, all your comments to probably me. humming your favorite Blink-182 song. <laughs> CeCe's probably going to be on there flicking her hair back. Oh, I wrestled him before. <laughs> I, I re- <laughs> She'll be typing with her big ass biceps. Gossip's <laughs> <laughs> probably going to be vaping in the background all creepy and she's like, like who's it word? <laughs> Where are you getting all those illegal vapes? He responds in smoke signals. Hey, wait a second. Vapes are illegal. Is that flavor? He, has a yeah. nah, he had stock. He had stock. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I got a spot. You have a spot that yeah. still sells them illegally? Yeah, the Armenian connection. Dude. Yeah. Damn. Any vape shop. <laughs> also, they do still sell them in TJ. They sell them in TJ? No, That's what I hear. they're illegal in TJ. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, oh. shoot. I didn't know. How illegal are they? Is it like illegal? illegal? That's probably why they I just read Hong Kong. They're selling vapes. Fuck. He is not smoking flavored vapes. It's for his <laughs> asthma. He's asthmatic. Well, so we won't be reading your names is what I was going to say, because you'll be seeing them probably right here. So when we get 
when we get a chance to edit this, look, I'm going to go like this. Yeah. And there it is. Boom. <laughs> like Vanna White? Does, does everyone like Vanna White? He's cool. She's cool. Fuck this one. I like him. I like him. I just gave you some homework for <laughs> Oh, Great review. Subscribe. Do all the things with us. We're here for it. Check out our YouTube channel. I'm telling you. Mondays with us on Emo Brown. Wednesdays when the compa pinchi Carlos Paez doing family music. No, was it? Fuck. Come on. Fuck music culture love. Music culture love and then eventually <laughs> yes we're gonna have you on there right mm-hmm. go ahead I haven't, oh, heard when you pimp it I haven't heard you pimp it out in a while <laughs> yeah when is well, it coming back it's coming back well we're gonna shoot an episode tomorrow finally but we're gonna probably shoot a few episodes before yeah. we start are you excited yeah i am tomorrow um our episode's going to be about parallel universes, time mean? traveling, oh, shit. you know, all that stuff. Why don't you talk oh, about that stuff she doesn't bring to us? Yeah, why don't you talk about <laughs> that shit like that here? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I can if you want. What's a parallel but, universe? Well, they say we live, you know, that there's multiple universes and like there's so many of us. But we're like kind of different in each universe a little bit. Like you could have made one decision in this universe, but in the other universe, you didn't make that decision. Oh, yeah. Or I like you that speak one. differently. Like or, or even that sometimes you enter the other universe without knowing. You know, there's like a lot of things where they say, oh, Jordan was wearing this color shoe when he made this one shot, but now he's wearing this color shoe. How did that happen? It's kind of like some sort of weird parallel universe type of thing. CGI, I would say. <laughs> Maybe. What about or it? like or like the Mandela like, effect. The Mandela say, effect. Like the Bernstein beer. Yeah, the Bur- or yes, or the Bernstein. Or like Bur- when Fergie was singing that song, you're yeah. so 2008. Yeah. Whatever. And then yeah. it's like 3008 all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or Chick-fil-A yeah. logo or something. So yeah, like yeah. um, like a lot of people believe that false memories. Tell me you use psychedelics every Monday before the show. I've been to some parallel universes and it's still blowing my mind. So like people have false memories. Like they think that there was a movie called Shazam with Sinbad, but Mm. really it's Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. But people remember Sinbad playing a genie and not Shaquille O'Neal. Sinbad never played a genie? No, he never played a genie. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. I remember that. He did not. No? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Sinbad and how amazing his outfits were. His little jumpsuits. Yeah. Best performance? Jingle all the way. Brickhouse. <laughs> Is it Brickhouse? That one was really good too. Oh, yeah. Anyway, things like mailman. that. Or people believe um, Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s, but really he didn't die until like 2013 or 2011. I don't know. Oh, wow. Look at yeah. this. So there's these Sexy Lexi the historian. Or like how Picasso died in the 70s. Pablo Picasso? I think so. <laughs> Should I just talk out of sorts? I don't know if that's true, know. but I think that's true. Well, it's true now. <laughs> Fuck, so, I, yeah, I think you're, you're, like you're ready for Be Real's oh podcast, all the weed you're smoking. Yeah, yeah. You're looking ready to go all in. I remember watching a video one time of some dude in a 1920 photo, and he's had like an iPhone in his yeah. hand. Yeah, there's some of those. The fight. Yeah, or there's a guy at, the, at a Tyson fight, <laughs> yeah. and he's like recording it with like something in his yeah, hand yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Nah, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's probably a notepad. <laughs> Barry, what's going on with you, sir? Shit, I'm uh, recovering from the no effect show. That was fun. I got to pour beers, which was really fun. I usually uh, don't do that, but 
You don't do what? Four beers. Oh, you didn't go. Hey, thank you very much, bro. And you actually worked. Huh? You worked, bro. I fucking slanged them, dude. It was thank fun. People are coming much, back, man. And that, that's awesome when people step up and contribute to the cause. I appreciate you. Oh wow! Right. Anything for <laughs> a free <laughs> ticket? Hey, fool! Well, did you hear his fucking speech last week, Pedro? Oh, yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, make yeah, sure. Yeah. You like, I appreciate you. You are awesome, dog. It was a, it was awesome to hang out with you. It, you are you complete me. Oh. And then they took me. They, we went to the show, and then we went to Wendy's afterwards. You said you've never been to Wendy's. I've never been to Wendy's. Have you what? never been to Wendy's? I've never wow. been to Wendy's. I don't know, fool. I don't, yeah. It's not something that. And then you left me the Wendy's, biggest yeah. fucking iced tea in the car, yeah. which I proceeded to spill in Fernando's uh, car. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> but the lid was still on, so it was like a little drip. Anytime Barry and I go drinking or play golf or both of them, and uh, Fernando's always there to give us a rifle. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad because it just bears. You feel worse if you let me drive. Dude, the just bears, they, you guys get down giving me a ride. Look at the down is full and punk rock. El jefe, bro. Look at how close they were. I could have thrown shit at him, but yeah. I'm not ghetto Dang, like the people next to us. You guys were VIP. Have you seen him on the Mayans yet? Uh, no filter. That's just how beautiful I look. That was the joint we dropped. Look at that. Oh, oh shit. Hey, thank you for that. Leave that there. Okay. Um, Sweet and Tender Hooligans will be coming into town this Saturday. Big homies, El Compa Art, all the guys yeah. in the band. Um, well, they're going to be doing a giveaway. They're going to be giving away a few, a couple pair of tickets to their show on Saturday. So if you're a big Sweet and Tender Hooligan fan, which I happen to be, make sure you pay attention. We're going to be doing a little giveaway this week. Have you ever been, do you know who they are at all? Mm-mm. How about you, Casas? Yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone knows who they are. Yeah, yeah. That's how I know you're not Mexican, fool. That's uh-huh. that LA uh, Smith's tribute, right? It's a Smith's tribute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the one from San Diego. Which wow. one? Still ill? Still ill. Yeah, they get down. Oh, they I get love down. them. Virgil, that's dude, my guy. That He's the dude. He's a dude. Once upon a time, we were allowed to have concerts at the brewery, CC. That was crazy. And we were allowed to breathe that. We had audio <laughs> karate. the reason why there's no concerts over there now. We had audio karate come in and play. We oh, had the yeah. homies from Los Parano- Los Paranoias, bro. Paranoias fucking. I like the Paranoias. Paranoias get down. And the Paranoias have like an alter ego band called uh, Profesor Galactico. And that motherfucker just released a song called... Um, Ah, oh, fuck, I just re- forgot. Whatever. It's a great fucking song. Go on Spotify and check that shit. Why am I pimping everyone today? No, I'm feeling so happy. I mean, I'm feeling I mean, so excited to let promote me see your pockets, shit, dog. Damn, you're making some money on the side. You're just promoting <laughs> shit, dog. Cocaine! <laughs> <laughs> He's about to pull that rug out from us so quick. You just wait. It's a two-hour episode. Bro. This is the first five minutes. Cece, what's going on? Nothing. It's been the coolest week. I got to go to LA this week. What? Yeah, I just oh, went for a couple here hours. Here we go, guys. It's coming. Okay, relax. <laughs> I just, coming. I was supposed to go with Caesar, mm. um, but I didn't. And I ended up getting tickets to a Dodger Padre game. Mm. And we went and came straight back. And it was awesome. We went to the Elwood. It was so who'd you end up going with? I went with Luis. Oh, nice. Your boyfriend. Yeah. Go ahead. And then, um, <laughs> Thank you, everyone that's out there. Go ahead, motherfucker. Say it with your chest. Put the respect on that name. He's <laughs> me at Black Gas. <laughs> so yeah, we ended up getting there, and then we came back to the Elwood because I didn't know Matt was there mm. earlier. So I was trying to do some work, and it was packed, mm-hmm. and I had such a good vibe in there, and I had the best day ever on Saturday. We never hang out at the Elwood, all three of us at the same time. It's rare, but I was there on Saturday as well. And then uh, you were. I was there when in the mornings. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I, 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 was I was there. I was there. And then you were there. I like when we're all there because it's 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 very quick and fast. We have one quick shot and then it's over. But tell me about your Dodger fascination right now with the Padres. Come on. I don't really have one. I did post this thing on Instagram recently. 
You were trying to be all con- controversial. You know Look what, though? You. It, I got a lot of controversial responses mm. from it. Read them. Put them because, on blast. Names. Let's go. Well, my post, I got a DM the other day about the Padres maybe instead of... Um, embracing the Mexican culture, they are playing to the stereotypes. Exactly. And so my anonymous friend. Oh no. One of those. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to call him out. Him. Um, All right, cool. Uh, wrote, <laughs> it really bothers me that they're going full cartoon Mexican. I understand it's a marketing strategy in San Diego, but Lucha lowriders and pinatas are not, are a little brown face mm. is what he called it. And don't try to out Mexican, the Dodgers, they're real, like I thought, our Modelo drinking El Tri Flag, waving crowd was kind of cartoonish. Nope, leave it to San Diego to go for downtown Disney. I don't think we can ever out Mexican the Dodgers. Wait. And I'll tell you would, why. Because they kick Mexicans is, out. This was the part. Ravine. This is the part. We will that, never out Mexican them. This is the part that got a lot of people upset. He go wrote, ahead. You've got Navy guys buying sombreros instead of swag chains. Mm. You got Navy guys going to the donkey show down south. It's all relative. But then, you know, it's kind of nice looking at everyone's responses. I respect everybody's idea. Like some people are just like, why don't you get mad at real, um, Mm. you know, real issues? I got someone saying, um, why don't you just stick to being a slut and stop being controversial? Joking. Oh my god. Do you get fucked with a lot online? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Obviously, you're laughing about it. I think it. it's hilarious. But you're crying inside. No, I'm not. <laughs> I <think so. laughs> One day, Go ahead. all you motherfuckers are going to uh, get called out. I'm just going to do a whole post of like highlights. You're not the good ones. <laughs> 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 and then, no, reads her DMs. Well, hi. <laughs> yeah, all those in my messages that are like the you know requests, I mm. see them. Yeah? I just don't respond you to don't them. don't respond to them? No. Listen, uh, and I'm going to tell it straight. I'm from fucking San Diego. I've mm. been a Padre fan since day one. I got zero beef with LA Dodger fans. I got zero beef with the LA Dodgers. I'm a big fan of both, actually. I just like the competitive nature. It just bothers it's me. It's fun that, to talk shit. Yeah. That's part of the I mean, have fun. You, have, have you met us? That's all we do is yeah. talk all shit. All the Maybe we're different. Well, I think that if you guys were doing really well, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's still really early in the Super season. Super early. Yeah. Like if this was a baby, you can abort it. I just it. feel like early. it gets more and more like, just like a little tense. Everyone just gets so angry so quickly and it's not supposed to be like that. It's, it's just not. baseball, dude. Let's it's have just a good time. Ba- Look at that's my Mexican right there. Look at my Mexican Fernando <laughs> Tatis. That guy is Cuban. That's Nick here. Martinez. That is jo- that's my son's favorite baseball player and allegedly he's racist. Manny Machado <laughs> and you Darvish. Look at our team. Look at so many different colors. All of the shades. Look at us. Amazing. <laughs> Mexico Lucha. Hey, I didn't know you, you joined the team. Huh? I didn't know you joined the team. Whoa. What team? You said, look at us. Look at us. He us. speaks in <laughs> weed. Okay. Oh, wow. you're, you're going there. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Hey, we have a plan because I went, we went out to lunch with a comedian from um, LA, hardcore fucking Dodger fan. Alfredo Robles was in town this weekend for a show in Escondido and he cruised down to Chilvis. We had uh, Mariscos at Carinas and <sighs> Dodger fans. Came in wearing a 1988 <laughs> World Series championship logo hat. I was like, all right, fool. You were like, what, five when that happened? Like, fucking chill out. Like, let's, let's, let's do it. He's like, no, fool. So I said, all right, bitch. Next time the Padres and the Dodgers square up, we're going to do the 999 challenge. Oh. Don't fucking look at me. Yes. So you're in. I'm CC. in. You are in, CC. Alfredo says he's in. Too. Alfredo says he's she said she's a bottomless pitch. When is the next game? I think it's, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. It's, it's happening, though. It's happening, at least. 
I'll come nine more times. <laughs> At least nine more times. As a recap, nine beers, nine shots, nine hot dogs in a nine inning game. Don't look so surprised, Cece. You uh, you signed up for this. You said nine shots. Yeah, no shots was ever. Oh, safe. okay, wow. fine. Okay, I'll time do out. a fucking uh, shot. Time out. That, we can that's that's we the bottom of that pit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can substitute the shot for the hot dog because I'm still off the hot dogs. No, that, that we're day. doing it. Well, do they the fucking thing. kill no, no. me. You, I, it should be a choice. You can either eat the hot dog or take the shot. But you Mary, don't make me show the picture of you eating the hot dog. <laughs> oh, I'll eat the hot dog. All right, boom. All right. I know you ate the hot dog. I was there. <laughs> Join us on Patreon. I'll drop that later. <laughs> All five of you can see it. 207. <laughs> so it's on, Cece. We're going to test your so fandom. It's August 5th, August 4th. Is it August 4th? Okay, we got confirmation. August 4th is Friday. Okay, perfect. And then 5th is Saturday. So we'll do. That's how that works. We'll yes. do one of the. I can't do Fridays, but I can do Saturday. You're going to do both. Saturday? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey. Yeah. Nine I just want to watch. Whoa. No, there's no watch. If you really want to be the champ, though, <laughs> I just the current record is 10, 10, 10. Gaza uh, said, fuck They went extra innings, but he was done with it before that. Gaza said, fuck everyone. I'm you know going on a cool? Chula Vista so bar have tour. A, I have, <laughs> I have a, a gluten intolerance. Uh-huh. And at Dodger Stadium, they have gluten-free hot dogs. Of course. Oh, that's a lot. And I was like, man, I have all the places LA had to have the gluten-free hot dogs. Absolutely. I was fucking stoked. Absolutely. I actually got to eat a hot when dog. When we make your hot dog, you can't have the bun then, right? Oh, shit. I need to, I need to like find a new way to Right, but they have you gluten-free bread. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I like can wrap it in a tortilla. It's really good. All right. Yeah. You just you give me your specific All of a sudden, you're you over here. That's how I used to eat them growing up. Colonizing our culture. <laughs> wrap them in, wrap it in a tortilla. <laughs> I didn't know that's how Actually, really good. people ate fucking hot dogs in a tortilla. That's how we eat them. Oh, we, with cheese. We, all I of a sudden. Two <laughs> <yesterday>. <laughs> I did. I never liked that shit. And really? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Nah. Fry some hot dogs and put I would do it on just regular white bread. You know, I would wrap it in a fucking white bread and just put everything on there and eat it like that. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's poor people's shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing as a bunch. Yeah. Uh, oh, update my fucking 23 and me. Ancestry shit is fucking coming in two weeks. Oh. 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 I have mine. We can all compare. You want, all right. Barry, we get it. You're from Nova Scotia. I don't know what the fuck. Are you from Nova Scotia? <laughs> Canada? Yeah. The East, wait, are you Polish? East, yes. Hmm. No wonder you went down on them weemies all quick, fool. That's what we said. You know what? Every <laughs> Polish, Polish, Polish friend I have kind of looks similar. Yeah. Well, there's like six of us. That's why. <laughs> Sexy with the racist rant. Wow. Wow. Every Polish person I ever no, met. I they all are the same. My guy rocks. friends. I have like four Polish guy oh, friends. Okay, and you guys, guys all look it's like you o- be brothers. It's okay. She has Polish friends. So she can say this. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Mm-hmm. Give it the Polish pass. It's a Polish pass. <laughs> You guys have similar looks. Did you just create something? You know what? <laughs> Speaking of friends, I think this is a perfect opportunity to introduce some homies from Vision Culture LLC slash Vision Culture Foundation. Terry and RJ, if you can please step to the mic next to CC, I, sub- I promise she won't submit you. I want you guys to go over a couple of things that we talked about last week. Damn, like you didn't know you were coming up. Look at you. Oh, you guys are like, I'm like the teacher. I'm like the tw- 11th grade teacher asking you, you guys to down, come give your the presentation. They got notes. All right, Terry. All right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, look at there that. We go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Oh, we got two, what's up, two boys? Shot. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Oh, let's. Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh, 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 no, there we go. We're on. All right, go again. You're good. Uh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> uh, pretty sure we're here to talk about the golf tournament, right? Okay. Ooh. Okay. So, I'm always down to talk about the golf tournament. Yeah. Better. So this year, uh, we're doing a like a celebrity pro am <laughs> version. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we're gonna ask our favorite 
community minded celebrities to um, get on board and help out. So every foursome mm-hmm. will have, um, you know, a celebrity with their cart, you know, hanging out with them, talking to them about, you know, sounds like just talking CC, story. Are you them. in? Are you yeah, in? CC? Like CC's one of the celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the octagon. Vision culture Patreon. and emo Brown have united forces yeah. to collaborate for this year's third annual emo Brown vision culture golf invitational. That yep. right there is breaking news in itself. Yep. In addition to that, every, every group, is going to have a celebrity? Yeah. yeah. Damn, how many plan. fucking celebrities do you know, fool? That's the plan. Well, they're just hoping on very few groups. Yeah, shit. Yeah. How many groups are we at? Uh, I think 18, right? Oh, that's it? So. We're only doing 18 groups? Or was it? I, I don't know. Whatever 72 people is, I think. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Good on you. That's when is 18? the event? When is the event? It's August 11th. Mm, that's August my anniversary. 11th, yeah. That's my wedding anniversary. Yep. Uh, 18 years. Mm-hmm. One for each hole that I'm going to have a drink on. And Did not know where that was going. Hell yeah! Tell me a little bit more about this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's you guys do it well every year. You know, this is what your third year doing. This it? will be the third one. Yeah, man. third yeah. year. You always get an amazing turnout. Mm. Um, just hoping to expand on that this year. You know, Open. No, everybody's we're gonna do net, it. everybody's network yeah. and everybody. You know, just reach a little bit more of the community this year. Terry, yes. share some ideas with me. Yeah, basically, we want to raise as much money as we that can. fucking voice, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Do it again. Thank you. Thank no, you. <laughs> We're about to lose Lexi. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, raise as much money as we can so we can give back to the community. Tell and us a little about vision culture. Vision culture. Bring that yeah, mic close. We, uh, we pride ourselves on trying to work with or collab with groups like yourselves and help as many people as we possibly can. How long has the foundation been up and running? We've been going about what? A, two years now? Yeah, yeah. two years. Dude, two years. You like our Undercover. spot, right? You like our spot here, Casas. We have a pretty cool little yeah. warehouse. We have a pretty yeah, cool yeah. little HQ. Fuck, dog. Yeah. Anytime I've gone to their warehouse, their their HQ on Highland Boulevard, mm-hmm. not only is it across the street from like Machete, pretty much, and yeah. Birria Kings, bro, yeah. they just get down, bro. That, I mean, up. I don't know how many secrets I'm allowed to tell about the spot, <laughs> but there's cool shit going on inside of this warehouse, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so... When is it open house so we can go in there and check anytime, it out? Oh, anytime. Anytime. Come by, guys. Um, we, we focus on using art to kind of reach the youth in San Diego. We've, you know, we do stuff with mental health, art classes. Um, uh, just we try to get involved as involved as we can. And what that's kind of why we see eye to eye with you guys is because we're all about the whole community, everybody winning. So as many collaborations, as many <clears throat> things we can work together with other community partners on, that's kind of what we're about. When can we have tickets on sale for the Emo Brown Vision Culture Golf Invitational? Damn, I got you on that one. Yeah, you so we're not going there. live now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. I, I don't think so. Right, I think cool. we got a little bit more marketing right, perfect, to polish perfect, up. Perfect, perfect. Polish, yeah. polish, perfection, perfection. Yeah. She knows six of them. Mm. Boys, <laughs> this is your home. Any Monday with updates, I expect you guys to come in and do your thing. Thank you. This is an open invitation every Monday to come on in. And share your thoughts. I expect more from you next time, Terry. I I do have a little bit more. Give me. Um, right, I right, also do real estate. Oh shit! So I'm a real time estate out, agent. Time out, because there's our rep right there. Do you approve of this? It doesn't fucking matter. Go ahead, Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Bring that mic closer so we can make it. Oh, basically, um, my whole premise is I'm the giving realtor. So I have three foundations that I give back to every time I. Close a deal. Make and it four and you got a deal. Emo Brown is Oof. definitely a, a, one of them. So yeah. Heck yeah. Thank you, man. Look Thank at you, you, bro. Yeah. How long have you been doing real estate? 
Seven years now. Yeah. Seven years now. How's the game? Are there a lot of new uh, newcomers to the game that uh, can learn a couple things from uh, the veteran real estate agents? <laughs> Hell, I'm learning from them. The game's yeah. changing constantly. So it's a lot of social media involved now, huh? A lot of social media. A lot of a lot skits, of, huh? A lot of ha 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 shit. Everybody's finding their way. A lot of ha 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 shit, man. <laughs> thank you, Terry, for cruising in, bro. Of course, I'm, thank I'm, you I'm for fucking us. proud to be homies with you yeah. guys. You you guys put a lot of shine on Emo Brown just by being friends with us. Um, next Monday, I expect an update on when we can buy tickets, bro. Okay, I know there's just so many moving parts in this. When it, it, it's like the the sponsorship of the holes. The, the actual nailing down the date, nailing down the golf course, yeah. making sure all of the vendors are on the same page. In addition to that, we're adding a new component. Like you said, a celebrity with each group that's going out. Name a couple of celebrities. I'm excited to hear I that. don't want to name them yet. Fucking do it. it. No, okay, uh, what profession? Sonny Sandoval. Sonny Sandoval. And anywhere from oh, music shit. to pro athletes to Is Sonny Sandoval pro gonna be on there? Pro Oh, shit. No, I'm just saying National pros City's from finest. all over. Nice. There's yeah. definitely going to be some fighters in there for you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, freaking. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Careful, CC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at hole number one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slanging them drinks like last year. I can't yeah. wait, man. Hopefully next time you'll tell hey, me. Lexi. I want you to leak something. Be controversial. Tell me who was one celebrity. Um, one. Give me one. No. All right. You. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, RJ. Thank you, Terry. Thank, Thank you, you Vision us. Culture, you. for always being down with what we do, and vice versa. We're down with whatever you guys got. Thank you. We man. have to do a, a bike ride to your spot again. That shit was that fucking was ill last yeah, time. We, should, we, we had Rice or Death post up in the front. Mm -hmm. We had. We were hanging out in the back area. Yep. You guys have a bunch of cool art everywhere, graffiti wise. Everything. I feel like we roll with foundation, and it's weird, you know. Like growing up, it's like, oh, foundation. Ooh, you know, you're like, oh, I didn't know what the fucking meant. <laughs> now it's like all the people we hang out with are part of a foundation, you know. Whether yep. it's you guy, whether it's Love Thy Neighbor, whether it's Aya Foundation, yep. you know, yep. whether it's a uh, uh, Beto's Foundation, yep. no, we just Beto met just with, met, yeah, yeah. Gurmian's Foundation. It's like it's cool just to see people, peers that we grew up with, peers. Right? How old are you? Uh, 45. How old are you, sir? 45. There it is. I'm 44, bro. Fresh 44. Cece, you don't have to tell us. <laughs> um, it's just cool to, you know, be able to collaborate and, and link up with yeah. folks like you. I'm grooming Barry man. to be like that. One day we'll find a way for you, Barry. I'm a hard project. <laughs> be Thank you, boys. Yeah, man. Thank, you. Thank you guys very much. Let's do some Stay good. tuned, guys. There's going to be some more cool shit coming yeah. with our collaboration. Tickets will be on sale soon for the Emo Brown Vision Culture. Emo Brown Golf Tournament Numero Tres. I'm so fucking excited. I'll be there. Yeah? Have you been to any of them? No. No? But she's I've heard gonna about be, them. She's going to be DJing at my hole. Yeah. Oh, right. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Damn. See, you're all in. You're all in. You're all in. You are all in in this hole. All right. <laughs> We're going live on that one. Uh, so, speaking uh, of, like, giving an opportunity to give back and stuff, uh, I went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Oh, damn. I went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, but not as a fan. <laughs> I went to go pour beers. So we were out there pouring beers. So big ups, first off, to all the people that help support Emo Brown Foundation this Friday. It was a Friday one, too, fool. Nobody's mm. available on a Friday. I'm not fucking available on a Friday, but there I was at 4 o'clock. Well, no, I don't want to say. I got there like at 6. Hella hits, though. Dude. Yeah. Crazy. It's, I've seen them before. Yeah? So, yeah, Dude, nuts. I was pouring. They, well, here's the thing. Mars Volta came on. They, oh, they opened. Yeah, Hell so yeah. Mars Volta was there. Thundercat opened the show, and then it was a Mars Volta, and Mars Volta no mames, bro. <laughs> Killing. Perfecto. Just brewed to perfection. And that was it. 
Because as soon as Red Hot Chili Peppers came on, it was like a fucking four hour long drum solo and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they had rules, bro. Before they went down on stage, they had rules. They said, no lights anywhere in the fucking stadium at Snapdragon. No wow. light, bro. Only the ones on stage. So there was no video screen. There was nothing. The only lights were on stage. Which, if you're trying to pour beer, mm. you know, Makes it pretty difficult. Yeah, we were in the back pouring beers for the foundation, yeah. and you can't see shit. You can't see a goddamn. <laughs> pouring by so I was feeling it, dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you ever take a shower in the dark? Yeah, yeah. Fun? that's yeah. fun. It's like, like oh, I guess that's the ah, cabron. <laughs> you ever try to pee in the dark? That's pee hard. in the dark. Yeah, yeah, because you got pee by sonar. You're like, am I hitting floor? Am I hitting toilet? Where the fuck are you peeing oh in the dark, DJ? Well, in my apartment, the light goes right into the bedroom if I like turn it on. Mm. So I just don't turn the light on. I just be in the shower. Wow, Ladies courteous. and gentlemen, a little inside info on BJ's bedroom. <laughs> Fucking <A. laughs> BJ's bedroom. That's a good podcast. Bro, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know what these people are thinking going to watch them, bro. It's crazy. It's but from, how, how, did, how did you, did you realize? Did you realize you knew a bunch of the songs? They were actually really cool. But you realize you knew a bunch of the songs. I knew every even, fucking song. You don't even know why. The you, one song that I do like uh, by them, the it's called Soul to Squeeze. It's the one on MTV with the vid, the, the video is that like they're at a circus. There's only a small person down there walking around. There, there's some clown like juggling and like the baseline is fucking dope. That's the one song I like, but everything else is like, what I gotta gotta give it to your yeah. mama. What I, I gotta gotta give I it to your mama. I have a crazy memory with them when I was a little girl when they debuted on MTV Under the Bridge. And mm. I remember my entire family was there. I remember exactly where I was standing in the living room and we all watched it right after dinner. It came on at eight o'clock. Do you know what the song Under the Bridge is about? Uh, no. Heroin. It's about heroin. Oh yeah, I heard that before. All of a sudden. Have mm -hmm. you seen that video? Anthony Kiedis used to be a super cupcake. Dude, he's like 74. That was the heroin. He's oh still the same yeah. one. He, he, he looks is, the same. He, he, he was know. hot. He just looks a little more droopy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's when yeah. you put the filter he's on your face, hot. the one that says saturation, I think, <laughs> or structure. Like you just roll that shit up and it just. <laughs> you can get three hours of close up. You guys on the Joe Rogan podcast recently? Was he? Yeah. Oh man. Talking about all that shit. I don't know. Ever since, ever since he's Hillary sexy. is he has that's, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's certified. For sure. Yeah. Wifey thinks he's sexy too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that sexy. mouse. Yeah. I, I think I think wifey's like. All but also mouse. look at who he's competing with. Look at all the other dudes in the band. <laughs> Fucking Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Flea. 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 Who's their guitarist? Is it John Fushanti still? Fushanti. Uh, Dude. All right. Now I'm taking you deep into the fucking nerd shit. John Fushanti, when I was in a band, was my favorite guitarist fucking forever, dude. Mm. Just that dude. Yeah, that dude just got down. No but heroin. But fucking heroin. Mm. Yeah. Heroin is crazy. Heroin. Tafo. It took fucking Barry's uncle and Kurt, Kurt Cobain. It's just a, it's just a crazy drug. Oh. No, Courtney loved Hit Kirk Cobain. Right. Oh, we're doing that? We're doing, doing that. that? Oh, oh wow. sorry, guys. The whole room went silent. <laughs> <laughs> hears, oh. That is the greatest segue <laughs> because this last week, MTV News came to a fucking halt. There is no more MTV News. Wait, there was still MTV News? That's what news? I'm saying, yeah. But that, that's where I found out that Kirk Cobain died. I remember coming yeah. home from school or some shit, work or something, and Kurt Loder could come on. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Loder. Hi, Kurt, Kurt Loder. Loder. MTV News. A sad day in around. Seattle as Kurt Cobain pronounced dead. I, I used to like, have oh, a hard shit. on for Kurt Loder, too. Did you really? Wow. <laughs> oh, Are you okay today? Yeah, dude. I'm What's good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Horny ass little <laughs> fucking CCC. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Um, Suchen Park, oh, Gideon yeah. Yeager, yeah. Tabitha Soren. Those were all names like I legit grew up. Watching. How about you? Because you're a little younger than us. You're about 10 I years old. I knew of MTV News, but yeah. it was always like just little clips 
That made me sad. I mean, they stopped playing music a long time ago. It's like very reality based. I remember MTV2 came out and they're like, that's where the music's at now. And then it just became Fantasy Factory. (laughs) (laughs) MTV2 was the shit. That's where all the bands that I actually liked Mm -hmm. were playing. There was a band there a long, long time ago. I think it was like the year maybe 2000, 2001. Named Thursday. And yeah, they came yeah. through San Diego and they played they did a great band, CC, before you roll your eyes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah You're right. There are no Willie Nelson. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. <laughs> but I remember like fucking being super about them. We were in a band, so we kind of like, you know, not right in similar circles, but knew of them. And they they crashed in my house for nine one day, bro. So I was like, oh, oh hell wow. yeah. So, you know, MTV2. Still around? I don't know. Still there, but yeah? it's just Fantasy Factory. MTV News? No longer. I don't know where you watch a music video anymore. Probably YouTube, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's the only TikTok. place. Should we start a fucking show where we just show music videos or we get canceled all quick? Fool? Yeah, we get canceled. Yeah. That's, why, yeah. that's why none of our lives have worked too many music videos, <laughs> which is another reason we're no longer live. Because anytime we do any clip with music, it just gets dropped. Yeah. Or and no, then, you don't even have to play the music. What is it? Just the, a clip of the, a video? The clip. Of the yeah, video. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I get so many DMs of people like, what's going on with your life? Yeah, it's I know. gone. I'm like, relax. Fool. Yeah, that's so this, is, this is better. Is this better? This is yeah. the move? Yeah. I'm going to miss you. MTV News. I never knew I did. I look at this. Right. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just like, like bye. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rip. MTV News. Did you, did you, were you about MTV? Yeah, I watched yeah. MTV News. MTV News. Did you watch TRL? I did watch TRL. What's your favorite TRL moment? I don't know. No? I can't even think. No? Yeah. Blink-182 coming out on the I mini bikes. I can't think. <laughs> Blink-182? And they fucking you know came out on little tricycles. I just thought it was crazy how everybody would stand outside like, with their signs all day. It was yeah. a different they era. Would like cl- they would close off the yeah. street if like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or Britney Spears yeah. came on. It was a different even era. Like, no. did people like crowd mob like that? Like, yeah. Well, we went last time we were in New York was probably like five years ago, and I remember my mom, my mom and wifey were all well, maybe it's longer. It was Matt Lauer before that fucker got canceled, mm. and they lined up outside in the cold. I think it might have been snowing to just watch him like at five in the morning. I was like, you guys are fucking Dang. weenies. Yeah. So I don't this know is now. like back when you would have to stand in line to buy concert tickets. Yeah. It's like those days. That's how old we are. Back when you could actually buy concert tickets. <laughs> yeah. I know you can't even get Se- in now. That's sexy. That's sexy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that's all trademark right there. Hey, happy Mother's Day. Any yeah. mothers here? No mothers here, right? No. Cool. I made one. You made one a mother. Whoa. Me too. Three times over. Good on you. Um, Happy Mother's Day. It was on Wednesday you for too. us, the Mexicans. Not my mom anymore because she denounced her citizenship and became an American citizen. So we <laughs> celebrated her on Sunday. You know? She only gets one day She only now. gets one. Oh, my abuelita gets, she gets both. Because my abuelita. <laughs> Wifey gets Sunday. My sister gets Sunday. My mom, she's no longer a Mexican citizen, so she gets Sunday. <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh, Did you have to like, yeah, for the There's paperwork involved. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, you denounce <laughs> La Patria Mexicana? No mas perla tapatia? No more Wednesday uh, celebration for you, mom. Is that in the paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you must give up all fucking holidays that are mexican related she doesn't celebrate september 16th full none of that yeah. shit she's a cinco de mayo celebrator now oh Ooh, yeah Ooh, fuck is that racist Ate it. i was born so i'm not a mom but like don't you think that mother's day they should have the day off and like not even have to deal with yeah, any of us that's why it's sunday <laughs> damn bunch of haters fool instead they have to go to lunch with their kids or wherever with mm. their kids or you know it's breaking news uh mom's like hanging out with their kids i know <laughs> but they deserve a day off i feel uh, nah and my kids i, I think so I mean, what would they do <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bummed whatever they want sunday fun day come on yeah. wifey got mad Lunch? well not mad at me but she sent me straight i was like the only thing i don't like is like every year at first at school like elementary school or whatever is like the kids are making shit for mom you know this week year was like what did it call it 
muffins for mom Aww. on Mother's Day. So they go in, they had muffins, they hang out, they fucking draw designs. I never got any of that shit. Yeah, the Father's Day is kind of lame. Because huh? Father's Day is after school ends. And that's what wifey told me. Oh. And I felt like a fucking, I felt ignorant oh. as fuck. Oh. <laughs> I was like, they never celebrate me. He's like, yeah, dumbass, the school's <laughs> out by yeah, summer like, vacation. Ah, yes, ah, yes. <laughs> Ditch with daddy on Father's Day. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm <laughs> Fuck, dude. What did you do for Mother's Day? Did you do anything special? Yeah, I did. Uh, well, Wednesday we did some stuff, but there was a lot going on. So we just kind of moved it all to Sunday. Mm. I did a big old breakfast for Fernanda and her mom. We called my mom and like video timed her while we were doing that. It kind of sucks. <laughs> it's like, look at all this fun we're having, mom. Oh, yeah. But uh, we were, we did uh, omelets. It's my specialty. And I told him, like, next year I'll switch it up. I'll do something else. Eggs. They're like, no. You made eggs, fucker. No, I made bomb ass eggs. Mm, bomb ass eggs. Eggs. Salchicha, mm. bacon, mm. avocado, spinach, a heart attack. bell peppers, uh, salt and pepper, some secret ingredients, mm. and uh, a whole lot of love. Salchicha. I'm like a fucking Led Zeppelin song. No? no? No Zeppelin fans? Okay. Cool. I did it. Look at you. Hey, did you get her like a gift or you guys are just breakfast? I gave her Pete. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, I got, I got a professional Sheila's. photo shoot. CC saw it. Oh, she did. Me and Pete. I did see that. I did yeah, see and then that. I had our, our buddy Iz help me print up a couple good ones. Aww. So yeah. I got, I got some good ones. I got to go frame. Nah, man, for nice. me, the, giving gifts with between wifey and me is just, it. no one wins. It's ridiculous. So I tell her, it's like, I'll get you your flowers. We'll get you like a card yeah. and cookies from the boys and whatever. And then we'll we'll go buy something. I don't like buying people shit because then i don't know what you like i'd rather spend my money on something you're gonna like all you know? she wanted was flowers from the uh the farmer's market on third i was like easy let's go you gotta dig deeper than that barry <laughs> she wants more than that you she's gotta got dig me deeper that's, yeah that's and that's the reason you gotta give her <laughs> that's more. Why she needs more and that's why you gotta give her more fool. <laughs> i was reading something about being married now that you're all in love and shit you're not married cc no God says you're divorced or were you married yeah i was divorced. you're married you've never been married no i'm married I only hang out with married people. I was, I was, I was sitting down the That's other healthy. day and going down the checklist of things that I do. And I was like, I only hang out with fucking married people. So all my best, closest friends are just married people. And I was like, I wonder why. Is that weird? Must be like fine co- do you guys ever like segregate like guys and girls and you guys, do you guys ever get like crushes on other women and like talk about it? Or what do you guys do? I check out girls in front of wifey. <laughs> Like, I'll be like, oh, look, she's pretty hot. She's like, oh, yeah, she's pretty hot. Oh, look, he's handsome. I was like, yeah, I'd do him, whatever. It's pretty like, healthy. Wifey and I, we're not very jealous people. We're very open I'm with I'm talking about, love. like, what do guys talk about that have been married for a long time and you guys all hang out? Yeah. Getting fucked I up. I feel like I know. Yeah. All my girlfriends <laughs> are married. I'm basically the only one. Are you the only not, one not married? Me and maybe one other girl. Do you hang out with that one other girl more than the married girls? I hang out with her the least. Really? Yeah. Because mm, you're in a very healthy relationship, probably. <laughs> I mean, Borderline uh, married. Is that other girl in a relationship? Yeah, she's in a great relationship. Not in a healthy one, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's in a great relationship. No, I, I tend to hang out with... It's my age. Go ahead. I, I'm very much... I think I'm, like, just not there. I've never got to the marriage point. Will you ever? No. Less people are getting married now than ever. I have no, Less there's nothing people. in me that's like, yeah. oh, let's What's get married. What's the drive in getting married now? Like, I get it. I've known my wife pretty much all my life. So I, that, it was an easy play for me. I was like, I love this person. I can't wait to start a family with this person. <laughs> Everything is awesome, you know? Did you get but married like at 25? Not only did I get married at 25, I got married at 25. Oh, shit. Oh. I feel like that's like a, a thing. I think a lot of people do that. Like, when they have been in a relationship for a while, mm-hmm. they'll get married at But I was age. in a 10-year relationship, and 
Nothing. No. No. Not one. Failure to launch on his behalf, or were you just like no? Not, it was not very about equal. It? Him yeah. and I were just, and then the way we broke up, we're still really good friends. The way we broke up was really awesome. It was super friendly. And <laughs> how did you fucking break up? We were in my Corolla, and <laughs> I was dropping him off. <laughs> I was dropping him off at his his house, and I was like, "Hey, real quick, you get, can we talk real quick?" And he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I'm like, "You know, I feel like we're just Our time. <laughs> I feel like we're just friends." And I also had a crush on another dude at that That'll point too. Not that I, I didn't cheat on him or anything, but I was just like getting to that point where it was just done. And then, um, he was just, I said, we're just friends. And he was like, yeah, I agree. And then we kind of hugged it out and he goes, I'm going to go get your pillow. Aww. So he went and grabbed my pillow oh, and then we set pillow. an alarm for six months. So we weren't going to talk for the whole six months Did that to work? make sure that we didn't like try to get back together. Yeah, no, it was fine. We hit each other up on six months and we're still really good friends. Yeah. Look at you. So yeah. Well. Super healthy, super easy. Any, do you guys talk to any of your exes? No, bitch, I'm married. I do. No. I talk to <laughs> uh, yeah, I have like five exes and I talk to at least. Well, fuck, you trying to play tic-tac-toe? What you doing over there? Fuck, all I these think exes? Only, only one ex doesn't talk to me. The rest of them, I'm all I'm cool with all of them. Well, if you were to burn my house down, I probably wouldn't talk to you either. <laughs> Something tells me you are a Lexi. Left eye. Left eye. <laughs> left eye over here. Something about Lexi says psycho ex. Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, am I right or am I wrong? No. Wrong. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> hey, we still got to plan out your dating game. Show. I got a couple. I, know, this I got a couple of good dudes for you. I got some like hot single friends too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Do you would take I think a? They're hot. Yeah. Like, you have to give us parameters. You think Kurt Loader's hot? Yeah. 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 <laughs> is hot. Is he alive? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Is is he alive? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, he was. Hot. How long was your longest relationship? Um, six years. Nice. Yeah. Marriage never was an option. Um, at one time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a relationship. I think maybe we would have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you wish you were married? No, no, I don't. I don't know. I just don't see myself like being married to someone. But I'll be with someone. I'll be with them for a long time. But I just for I a long know. time. But then I don't know how I feel about marriage. Mm. It's weird. No, I feel it's you change this dating show. So the statistic also said that in it was a weird fucking statistic. But from like the 1940s. Ages 15 to like whatever you would get married by the age 15, usually, Jeez. you know, that, yeah, that, that was like 40 percent of the population in that era. Was already married by the age of fifteen. Life expectancy mm-hmm. was like to thirty three, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm over here, hey, bro. I'm just trying to, you know, water your relationship, <laughs> help it grow. And then it came out with a study in 2022, and it said that at 28 is where the majority of people are starting to even consider getting married. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, man. There's just too many. There's too many things out there now. There's too many options. There's too many. Mm, determines from getting married. But I look back, even saying that I'm. I'm about to be 38 in a couple of weeks. I look back at my age of 28 and I'm a totally different person. I'm even 18, like 18 to 21 or 21 to 25. Like you just change. And is that person going to change? Are you guys going to change together and whatever? And I keep finding myself in situations where it just doesn't work like that. And that's why I never got married. It just didn't, it wasn't bad. It just didn't work out. I don't know. I, see, I mean, some of them are bad. I see marriage in your future. Do you? Yeah. With who? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not getting married. Oh, well, wow. never mind. <laughs> that future <laughs> is gone. Damn. Hey, but that doesn't mean we're, we're not happy. Like, yeah. we don't have to be married. All of a sudden, this is not we, some, like, all of a sudden we. Yeah. No, no, it's not a goal. No, no. It's, it's all you know, whatever you want to be. My sister took one for the team. She got married and she had children. My brother and I oh. never been married, never had children. That's because marriage to your brother is illegal. 
Well, I mean, you know. Okay. My sister. My parents got He's not an option. Yeah. My sister's been in the same relationship since like. I don't this know. This week in Florida. 20 years, tw- over 20 years, and they're not married. Who's that now? My sister. Okay. Yeah. Technically, they are, though. Isn't there like common law yeah, marriage? Yeah, they have been common law in California for like anymore. Years. Right? Dude, so there's a fucking fighter, all right? And it, what's his name? Stylebender. Oh, Stylebender. Oh. <laughs> Arasanye, right? And his girlfriend recently broke up with him. And they've been together over a decade, I'm assuming. They've been together a minute. It's been a, and never married. But she filed paperwork to take him to court to be able to take some of the money that he has procured through his career in the MMA and UFC. Rather. Wow. Like alimony yeah. or some shit. Because right? she has been there and she has sacrificed things in her life mm-hmm. to help him reach the ultimate goal. I feel like it's fair. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, do you think he was holding the mitts when she was? You think for a second that your partner? <laughs> Look at those hands in the back. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. No. Wait, listen to the end of the story though. Well, there's an end. Oh, wasn't this the dude where she filed to get his money and uh, then it turned around because he had put everything under his mom? Okay, no, that's, that's a soccer, soccer player. player. Oh, yeah. a soccer player. <laughs> so this dude oh, had no yeah. money. And she ended up paying. Hey, him. Dudes are getting smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> dudes, dudes are starting to learn. I don't know how I feel about the the Adesanya, the UFC situation. I don't know. Was she in there holding? There's a lot of give and take in that long of a relationship. Uh And think about if they got a house together or whatever. And that's his mind. I guarantee you she, I don't know. I don't know their lives, but yeah, I feel like it's fair. In certain situations, it's fair. It's, it's not like Steven Spielberg or whoever that was, or was it Lucas when they divorced? It was like the biggest divorce. George Lucas was married to Steve Spielberg. No, That's I can't awesome. remember which divorce it was, but it was the now largest e. divorce ever. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder ET was all weird, fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, that that'll be interesting to see because I was watching online, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is going to set the bar for future relationships and how people choose their partners and moving forward." And I was like, "I guess you know," or maybe uh, just like set up a like a GoFundMe. <laughs> is there such a thing as like I guess it's not a prenup if you're it's not, not a prenup no it's just yeah but I mean you can set up yeah. to where if you start dating me there'll be like an yeah. initial contract yeah after three years let's revisit this that's really romantic you know? I mean I mean, that's what it is. It's a business contract. We're not in a romantic era anymore, fool. You know, maybe you're not. The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby's not going to come and sweep you off your feet, bro. It's over. I'm waiting. I think it's weird though. That like I've I've seen a situation where someone got divorced and was paying alimony, and I think it lasted until like his ex wife got remarried. Yeah, like, he was just like literally like paying for this lady's lifestyle for like years and years that's and years. How it goes. But it's like I feel like it should be like a time limit. Like you get a year. Like I know like we were together, we built this together, and we should help each other like getting to that next stage. But like after like ten years, it's like. Like you haven't done anything in ten years. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I just win. sit back. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Barry filing for divorce as we speak right now. <laughs> I, all my shit's in uh, Pete's name, so we're good. <laughs> Same way. Mental health. I mean, I read also that being married is better for your mental health. So that's weird. With that <laughs> cool. segue, I'd like to introduce Clint Lipford the third. Justin Clint Lipford III. He wants to talk over a very important thing. There's a lot of extra lip like, on this guy today, too. Look at this. Look at he was a lip in Lipford. Damn, you might recognize guy. him from the guy on the wall in the photo. If you look straight back on the photo, there's a photo yeah. on the wall. Yeah. He had a mustache and a mohawk. Now, you ain't got shit. Now he's got mo hair. Damn, fool. 
You look like somebody in fucking P. Diddy's entourage, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. Good What's to see y'all. Good up, to Jake see Lip? y'all. Good to see y'all. I like this couch cam, too. This is dope. Also, um, it doubles as the cancel cam, so watch yourself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this month, May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, uh, you know, some of you may know I work for the YMCA. And so one of the things I do for the Y regarding this particular issue is just go around and have a grip of conversations with people in our community about their mental health, about the mental health of their families, of their organizations. Um, and, you know, I, I do want to stop before we get too deep and and really actually honor this space right here and honor you all. Because last week, brother, brother BJ was talking a little bit about some anxiety that he was having. Right. And, um, you know, I thought it was pretty deep, man, that one, you were able to share that on, on the airways, but two, I just love the overall response that, that the crew had and being supportive of you, man. So, you know, to me, that's an example of what we're trying to do as it relates to mental health. We're trying to get to a place where everyone is fluid and comfortable talking about their, what their mental health looks like and understanding what they need to make them and have a better, uh, a better outlook on life, man. So that's what we got going on. I told on. you I did good, fool. You guys are my <laughs> friends. Yeah, so I do yeah, feel well, like you know, I can talk to my I told friends. You I did good. <laughs> I show my love in a different way, Jay. I, I show my love in a different way, Jay Cliff. He knows, man. I, I, he shows love through strength. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I, I found that probably one of the one of the best. I can say solutions for mental health because it's an ongoing thing. But one of the best things that we can do is have really authentic, loving, caring relationships, connections with others. And that looks, looks different in a variety of ways, you know, and Steve, I think you're great at always rubbing people and being funny, being the funny guy that you are. But, you know, we all we all take Hilarious. that as an as act of <laughs> kindness and love, brother. Thank you. <laughs> it, it takes a strong person to be around me and I surround myself with strong people. If you're weak, I don't hang out with you. That's why you're not with me. You know what I'm saying? If I like you, I talk shit. You talk a lot of shit to me. So I, always really really like me. Look, I tell wife, it's like, if I fuck with you, it's because I fuck with you. And, and, and that for me is the ultimate barrier to get. I really love Albert, small teeth, the third over there. Because I've been talking shit to him for no less than seven years and that motherfucker is still there. Look at Giving me money every month, bro. So what do we got going on? What can we do? What can, how can we help? What can we create? Yeah, man. Well, again, this is really just about, you know, having that dialogue. When I look at some of the guests you've had on the show, I love how just organically this topic comes up and that's the way it really should be. It shouldn't be just a month long thing. You know, I can share with you in this space here that I've dealt with mental health issues since I was a little kid. Mm. And uh, as a consequence of me trying to better myself, I've, I've, I've done therapy, I've done medication, I've done all the things, but it allows me to get to a place at the age of 44 where I can be a good father, a good husband and a good friend, you know? So I just think it's just about moving the stigma, man, and just dialoguing. And if you're going through those issues, finding the courage and the, the comfortability like that Barry did and, and just share, share what's going on. I love how everyone calls you Barry fool. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just came out right now. He's like, is your name Barry? So no. <laughs> Barry <laughs> is not his name, but my mom says, my mom, will just like, Hey, how's Barry doing? Everybody I saw the, I saw Barry. the podcast. Is Barry okay? Oh, and I was wow. like, Barry's fine. Barry's fine. <laughs> Barry does this. <laughs> and my wife bro, was like, Hey, it's a fucking mess. She's like, <laughs> Crystal, Crystal was like, Hey, you got to ease up on Barry. Everything is Barry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your kids call me Barry. And my kids call him Barry. He comes over to smoke weed and have whiskey in front of my kids because he's a degenerate. They're like, Fuck and he's like, Barry again? like, hey, what's up with Uncle Barry? <laughs> Yo, real talk though, the B is not for Barry? No, no, fool. What is the B for? Boy. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, boy George, what's up? Yeah, the whites are at it again. <laughs> no, when I was born, my mom and dad hadn't settled if they were sticking with the family name or not, because I'm actually the fourth, and that shit I'm not putting on the airwaves, because mm. you guys already make enough fun of me for Barry. Mm. But uh, oh, you hear my real name, it's real bad. Peter Francis, like just Barry the fourth. There you go. There it Backwards, is. Like, there it is. Uh, uh, Francis Peter? Yeah. The Pe- fuck? Yeah. So you don't put the Frank before the bean on the <laughs> little paperwork on your little baby thing when they put you in the baby in the Nikki or whatever. It just said Boy Jasbera. My mom's like, well, we'll call him BJ. <laughs> Wait, and then they stole the other fucking name. Oh yeah. wow, cool. that's wild. But she has been calling me BJ since. That's birth. crazy. That's, that's nuts. nuts. Where the fuck did you get Barry? Right? Because it's you cool. You made that up? Yeah. It's cool. Barry's a fucking like dope name. Yeah, Steve has a gift for uh, <laughs> giving people names, I right? bequeath people yeah. with names. <laughs> bequeath. There's this, there's this five foot two fucking UPS guy, and um, we call him Pablo Cacahuates. Yeah, because yeah, he looks like fucking Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. <laughs> I was so surprised I found his name talking about Pablo. Yeah. Same situation. <laughs> People, dude, my parents call him Pablo Cacahuates. Like, what's up with, pa- what's up with Cacahuates? Like, Cacahuates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just call Lexi sexy. Mm. Uh, That's sexy. sexy. They do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Stick around. Keep yeah, on man. the mic. Relax. I got you. Barry, let's get into your 15-minute BJ. All right, 15-minute BJ. If you guys are uh, not from Chula Vista and you plan on coming down here, I looked up a list of the best things to do when you're in Chula Vista. No mommy's way. There's, fi- there's things to do in Chula Vista? Good. Sunday morning bike ride. <laughs> oh my God. Why do I call you Barry? <laughs> because of that. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I, I like looked it up and I had to go through a few lists because the first three or four that I saw, everything they said was like, leave Chula Vista. <laughs> it's like, check out Coronado. Like, oh. that's not Chula Vista. It's like, <laughs> it's all these weird looking things. As so. a lifelong Chula Vista resident, I approve the message of go to Coronado, go to PB. <laughs> yeah. You know, we love that you come and visit Chula Vista. Don't make yourself at home too long. Go ahead, Barry. I like Chula Vista <laughs> for the fact that you can leave, do something cool, come back, and it's chill. Mm. But this was voted same. most boring city in America, Cece. Once upon a time, <laughs> really? it was voted. And then the Elwood happened. And then the Elwood came mm. about. And, and they started emo night. Yeah. STDs just went Last on the rampage. <laughs> so this one comes from uh, a very reputable source, LaJoyaMom.com. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so I can I'm surprised that LaJoyaMom is the one that knew anything about Chula Vista. And it's a little dated and there's one thing missing. I'll see if you guys find it. Okay. Number one, you can explore the Living Coast Discovery Center. That's true. Yeah. It's true. They got turtles and shit. Uh, number two, you can visit Sesame Place Park in uh, where it used to be oh, Russian City. Rapids, whatever. Soak, Soak City. City. So if you got kiddos. What did you call it for? Soak City. R- R- Russian Rapids. Roaring Rapids, wasn't it? It was Whitewater Rapids, something like that before. I don't know. You guys are old, you should know this shit. <laughs> number three, tour the Olympic Training Center. Is that even open anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? And they have a really sick fucking bike course. I like how Albert. It? I like how Albert is the one who jumped on the Olympic Training Center being open. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> guy. He probably sold it to him. Real you. estate. <laughs> yeah, they got a really sick bike course. So all the Sunday bikers should go out there one day and hit the fucking BMX course. That'd be fun. Uh, number four, attend the annual Lemon Festival. Oh, they're not doing that this year. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't think they did it last year either. They did it last year. No, yeah. Um, yeah, because Grasshopper gave out a six shirt and I missed okay, it. Okay, yeah. They're not doing it this year for sure. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, they're right. canceling. Well, then that one's off the list. Number five, spend the night mm. in one of our many hotels. There's a Chula Vista hotel. <laughs> the, the the old, Rambler. Oh, the Rambler is cool. <laughs> yeah, I hear yeah. this. I hear is that the one by the seven mile? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. there's like they rent the rooms by the hour. Take that for, <laughs> so you can get for whatever it's worth. You know, once upon a time, there was a nice, you esta- know. there was a Christian establishment by the name of eye candy right there. Oh yeah. Next, yeah. The <laughs> oh my next on the list, Barry, this next one, 
Uh, it kind of hurts me because when you when we do the math, we find out what's not on this list, and this is being on the list. Kind of sucks. Check out the South Bay Salt Works. Okay. Anybody ever been there? Is that a hot spot for Tula Vistans? We what, ride bikes by there. Yes. What big, is it? I've the taken big the mountain of salt. Like, <laughs> oh, can you yeah. actually get a container of Morton's salt and fill it up with that shit? Or does it have to like, go through like a process? Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Let's find out. Hey, fucking, have you ever like compared how much you've paid for salt? Like now and when you were little? No. Dude, neither oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, <laughs> well, salt like, is like, it could be $12 and you'll probably still buy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Think is it getting it. expensive? I used to actually clean the bongs well, out. I the, the fancy one, you know what I mean? Oh, I can get the Himalayan salt. The, fuck, this one's a good one. I agree with this. <laughs> Grab a taco at Tacos El Gordo. Mm. That was a really weird to say, Gordo. Uh, number 10, go shopping at Otay Ranch Town Center. Yee. Not anymore, dog. Thanks to Dago TV, I learned that Otay Ranch Mall is a fucking hotspot for thug activity. Oh, yeah. yeah. What Dude, the fuck? Fuck? That guy's a G, huh? Bro. That store owner? That store owner. And he's not even the owner, bro. Oh, he's not? He was just a fucking Oh, so, yeah. And time because I don't know if it was at Otay Ranch I Mall. It, I think no. it was at Heritage, Heritage Park. Heritage? Palomar, yeah. Yeah. yeah, close enough, bro. Ever since you know, I'm not gonna say shit because I'll get canceled. But <laughs> cancel can. <laughs> but apparently, some dude and a, uh, his crew. Imagine Barry and like a bunch of and the Barry lights. Me and all the other Polish people. <laughs> There's like five five Polish dudes came into a shoe store. And they wanted to fucking use hair. the restroom. And the guy, the, the guy's like, nah, bro, you fucking, you guys got open containers. You smell like weed. You're not coming in. That does sound like me. Started a fight. And then one of the dudes pulled a gun out and the employee fucking just ran them over, took his gun and beat him on the head with yeah. the fucking gun. And then he tried to run away from the trip. Them, and I don't know what happened after that. Point of the story is don't go to a Tyrant Mall anymore. I don't think it's the same anymore. I don't know. They say the same thing about Plaza Bonita. I worked oh, there. Plaza Bonita has never been one of those. Spots. When I was working there, it got shut down three times. I was, I was at Plaza Bonita great. when Claire's Boutique got shot up, fool. And <laughs> Claire's Boutique. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> somebody really didn't like their belly button oh piercing. They were pissed. How old I am. I asked for a butterfly, <laughs> not a star. Dude, uh, I was at Plaza Bonita one time after 9 11. And it was like when all shit was just going crazy. Like if the lights went out, it was like a fucking terrorist attack. Mm -hmm. So lights went out in the whole fucking mall and everybody just starts gunning it. All the stores started putting down their rail. It was bananas. Dago TV. For all your local fucking (laughs) ratchet news, bro. It gives it all to you. You want to? I love Dago TV. Common fucking spots that are always on there. SeaWorld, Plaza Bonita and East Lake now. West Uh, Julissa, oddly enough. Mission... Um, Which one? Uh, the park, the Mission oh, Bay Park. Mission Bay Park. También, pobre. Ahí siempre pasa pedos. And then, if I guess if you're on Third Avenue, if you're by Barcy Nomade, like, they'll release a canine on you on there as well. All of these <laughs> videos <laughs> available on Dago TV. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Number baby. 11. Mm. Sip a craft brew mm. at Bay Bridge Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, shut up. Really? <laughs> it's on there. Where is that one at? It's, it's, our, it's our neighbors. <laughs> it's it's oh, is Bay Bridge <laughs> still around? No, they're no. closed. Oh, as I thought. La Jolla's, La Jolla's La Jolla That's how you know she just Googled yeah, Tula Vista. It's probably BayBridgeHusbands.com. It's probably your wife, dog. Shit. Uh, you can admire the boats at the Chula Vista Marina. That's a thing. Yeah, that, that is, is a thing. I like that area. Uh, attend a concert at the North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. Is that what it's th- is it called that right now? <sighs> I, I still know. call it Coors. No. I forget. Yeah. What's the best show you ever went to, Cece? What did Over you see? there, yeah. I saw Kiss. Ooh, mm. fuck. I keep forgetting that you're like one of those chicks, bro. I saw, yeah, I mean, I got to dress up and like have a fun. Motorcycle and- True or false, <laughs> you have a leather sleeveless cut. I have a lot of leathers. Oh, but I man. ride motorcycles. When's the last time you rode a motorcycle? about that life. It's been a while. I'll, like, my shit's broken. What, you mean your shit the is Honda? broken? My, my motorcycle is- You have a Kawasaki? Broken. No, I don't have a no? Kawasaki. Fuck, you do strike me as a biker girl. Sportster? Roadster? 
No, I, I mean, if I'm a sportster right now, but that works. But I have a all original 1975 Honda XL. I told you, Honda. Damn, well, I don't know what that means, but she got a smile on her face. Like, that's <laughs> it's what just I a got. fun, like, off road. It's an enduro, so you can go on the road and off road. I get excited like that when I talk about boots that I own, bro. I got this fucking pair of uh, Tortuga Kawama boots, fool. Okay. Full bread. Hey, these Kawama boots. Does it look like your shot glass? No, no, no. Those, are, those, those would be rattlesnake. The Kawama boots are the belly, underbelly of a turtle. Illegal now. Super fucked up. I tried to cross the border in a month. Donatello's out there just naked now. I was on the sickest of sick ones once upon a time, and we were coming back from Tangalu. That's how old I am. We were coming back from Tangalu, and I was rocking them shits, driving across, get pulled over, get with secondary. They're like, what are those boots? And I was like, I don't know. You know exactly what they are. And I was like, yeah, what's up? They're not legal in the States anymore. Try to take my boots, fool. What? Anytime I went to Tijuas, I would always get sent to secondary and I always get harassed. They would always fuck with me. And I, never catch me, cutter. I got a sentry, <laughs> <laughs> so you know my shit's clean. <laughs> next one, Barry. All right, I'm going to read through the next few kind of fast because there's a better one at the end here. Uh, you can relax at the Chula Vista Bayside Park. You can hike through Rice Canyon Trail. You can attend event at the Memorial Park and Bowl. Oh, just make sure you don't trip over a unhoused person. Go ahead. That is true. Uh, you can go window sharpening, sharpening, Sharp sharpening at the Village Walk at East Lake. You can stroll through the South Bay Botanic Gardens. Have you done any of these? No. Uh, I, don't, done, I don't think I've used the word stroll or partake. I've hung out there. I visited. I've probably done drugs in those areas. Yeah. That's kind of what normal people do. Yes. All right. Uh, browse Third Avenue Village Market. All right, cool. So it's close, okay. but it's not, not quite where I want it to be. Uh, and then start the day at Family House of Pancakes. I cannot. Oh. I cannot negate that one right there. That one's the biggest one for me on the list. Why he fucking hates that place? Did they reopen Why? it? Because it's so hard to get They never closed it. Yeah, they did. You're talking about the National City one. The one off of Plaza. No, the one down the street. We're talking about the one that La Jolla Mama's recommended. Yeah, yeah, it's in Lemon Green. The one on Broadway, uh, for a minute, when I was working on my dad bod full of forest, I was there every Friday. I would get, I would get the California. <laughs> one the of California, my regulars is a server there. Which one? So, uh, Julie? Ingrid. Okay, she's our neighbor. Yeah, she walks her dogs by the house. Yeah. Anytime I go in, I'm a fucking low. I When I'm low in self-esteem and I fucking need that oof, that foie, that, that, that lifting spirit, I go to the family house. Like, hey, what's up, Steve? We love the brewery. We love the podcast. I go in. I'm like, yes. Right. That's right. That's right. Every now and then they buy me an omelet and shit. What? Yeah, no, I love it. He really is a celebrity there. Yeah, I can attest I, to this. I love that spot. Wifey fucking hates it. I don't know why. Until she found they have crepes now. No. Crepes? Yeah. And she's what like, are you wow. sharing? And she was like, a creep? She was like, there's a, there's a like a, what's that hat? Oh, they oh, they got the beret under your hat. <laughs> Is she fucking like shaming me? Wait, no, till my, wait till my ancestry comes out and shows that I'm fucking French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Family has a pancakes. Go there. Best boysenberry syrup of this side of fucking bomb. the 805. What else? So that's it for the list, but mm. can you guys. Could you, do you know what's missing? Yeah, what is missing the Elwood. Exactly. Uh, they need to visit the Elwood, the Manhattan, and Three Punk. It's do not you know list. the original name of the Elwood? Yeah. Go ahead. It went, I'll go through all the names. I just want the first one, Cece. Uh, Henderson's. <clears throat> go ahead. Um, Lady Dies. <clears throat> um, Lion's Den. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. These are all names yeah. that it was in that the Lion's Den was the most yeah. recent, right? The first Before name. was the Elwood is the Lion Den, like right before? The Elwood's OG name. Before it was. I have a paper clipping of yeah. it. Someone told me it. And Jimmy's I Social it Club. Yeah. Jimmy's oh, nice. cute. Bro, I like that imagine name. Imagine having, I would have fucking I got the paper the clipping of it. We got Someone Diamond Jims? Yeah. yeah, I don't think that works so well. You don't like Diamond Jims? It's rough. Dude, Diamond Jims got Sugar Bear coming next week, fool. <laughs> yeah. Sugar <laughs> Bear. They're doing an emo night, too. Yeah. Sugar Bear. It's random. I, wa- I went there once the Yin Yang twins were playing. I was like, what the fuck is really going on here at Diamond Gems? They no got Kid Frost. Yeah. 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 Who else was there? Fucking uh Kid Frost and uh Aparte Kid Frost, uh Pinchy oh, Tucker Dre's oh, little sh- sugar brother. free. Um I don't know. Warren G was there. Warren, oh, Warren G was there. Yeah. It's Trying like, to regulate. Like a, they're on Third Avenue. Third Avenue, don't fuck around. Damn. I'm telling you. That's... Um, Algo Bueno, anything crazy? Anything fun before we get into the next episode? Because I smell food. Oh, dude, I went to uh, I went to Starbucks. Oh, this check morning. You out. <laughs> I went to Starbucks. <laughs> oh, you know the one on Palomar by the tra- the train station? The yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wait, and East then, Palomar? Yeah, no, right here, right here. Oh, okay. And, and the then uh, the drive through. I was on the way here. And then I turned and then um and then I I don't know what the, what's going on here. What's up with all this shit? Cool. <laughs> what all the right. fuck's going on here? Wow. Is that the goats? Yeah, yeah. That's goats. my house. Yeah. It's hella goats. Dog. I'm gonna tell you this: if you're yeah. in Chula Vista, if you're in Chula Vista, this is something you've got to <laughs> see. This you is <laughs> Is this a normal thing? Every yes. month they'll put these goats yeah. in uh, usually areas under this fucking uh, <laughs> the power the line. Power so you line. Can I think it's yeah. like a contract with SDG and E or something. Yeah, it's a contract with SDG and E because they're at the park off of Hilltop, all the way down. Any anywhere there's like SDG and E like fucking things, you see the goats. It's wild. Do you remember right when they got here. out? Right yeah. back here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking goats. And they're uh, just eating up all the grass because they don't. They want to prevent like fires and oh, shit. Okay, dog. Okay. So in order, <laughs> somebody drove through the fence Are over there at the hillside. Really like dog I mean, yeah, that's this morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you just walk in there? They'll let you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are days where they let you in, like to hang out with goats. I like, I like goats. I love goats. I I enjoy goats a lot. Actually, our guest after the break. Is Someone say be you are one. Junior Moran and he owns a birria king and he brought some goats for us to eat today. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to partake in that. Shit. Hopefully, these are not going to hang out with the electrical wires though. I don't oh, want that. Man. Before that, anybody got any algo buenos? You got any algo buenos? Casas, nobody? Anything negative in life happening? No, life is good. Life is great. I'm a VIP now. That was my fucking algo bueno. Wait, wait, what are your VIP at? Dude, we got VIP at the fucking Noah Vex concert. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live that life for the rest of my life Oh, now. yeah. We no walked in with confidence and they just let us right in. <laughs> no effects. No effects. I'm 44 and I have probably 12 the first time I saw them play. Not saw them play, rather. The first time somebody gave me like a cassette. You know? petting zoo? Uh, before that, uh, S&M, S&M Airlines. Airlines. Yeah. S&M Airlines. And then I fell in love with that shit, man. And I've been to no less than 20 of their shows. So when I told the wife, it's like, this is it. Like, this is their last show in San Diego. They're, they're going to do, for 40 years, they're going to do 40 cities. And they're going to play 40 songs. And I said, I can't not be there. And, and it didn't hurt that the brewery, we were out there pouring. You know, we were at the, at the fest, the uh, Punk and Drublick Fest. We were pouring Alan! beer there. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had an opportunity to get in there. We had the fucking passes. We didn't know where the passes would take us, Barry. We put, we just showed them our arm, our wristbands. Motherfucker, we got all the way up to the front, bro. Let me tell you guys about this, too. If you've never been VIP, mm. their porta potties are different. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, porter yeah. potty yeah. in the VIP section is probably nicer than 90% of the places no effects has played. Yeah, it had a bidet. Nice. They have AC in there. Air conditioning. It has a bidet. It had a bidet. Sink with a mirror and no scratches on it. No, because that's where people were doing perico from. Yeah, it was like cocaine, bro. The seat had a cover? Like, what? 
That was nice. I went there three times just to hang out. I'm sad <laughs> because now I'm 44 and I'm like, oh, that's it. No, no more, no effects. But it's weird. You really you think they're not going to play again? Yeah, I do. I really think they're dead. They're going to record again. They said I'm they sure they'll record, make- but they're not going to tour. I'm- not it's a tour, but they'd be like, hey, let's go play a show. Money like runs out, bro. Money runs out. I've met yeah? them before. Yeah. Have you guys ever met them? Photo uh, with them? No, I haven't. I've never I met have. them. Yeah? Ooh, which one? Smelly walked by while we were getting shit set up. And I didn't Smelly want to be like, I'm Smelly. Smelly. You bet that, Mike? Was yeah. he nice to you? Yeah, he was nice. I bet he was. Yeah, he was nice. What color was, was long ass time ago. Oh, shit. That's this is like 2011. That's Eric Melvin. That's not Smelly or Fat Mike. That's Eric Melvin. That's Fat Mike. He looks the same, except he wears a bra now. Melvin hangs out at the holding company. He probably watched you DJ. That's you, oh, like really? Me? Yeah, back in the Look days. Look at you. Hell yeah. He had orange hair. To be with you. Look at that's that. when you thought you were French too, huh, bro? What the fuck is that thing on your head? That's in San Francisco. It's oh, fucking that's, cold. That's what goes on in town. You just cover the top of your head? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever move back to San Francisco? Uh, no. Ever? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Take I don't like to say easy. never. Damn. Damn. <laughs> never You're very never. introspective today. I can't wait to hear your idios meals later. You have anything else to say before we go to break? No, I'm good. I had a good week. All right. Got some rest yesterday. It was bomb. Casas? No, we're good. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with the market report from fucking Albert Aguirre, Full Circle Group. We'll get into a bunch of entrepreneurial hustler mentality shit with the Compa Junior Moran. Stay tuned. Let's eat. Yeah. <laughs> you want a cigar? I got one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are stopping in again, man. Every Monday, you guys it's like the one thing that Jeanette asked you to do. What do we got here? What do we got? We got Birria Kings. We did it in bed, Birria. We just made it better. He knows the line. That's crazy. I know that fucking line, dog. She's happy. She's happy. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. We had a buffet of fucking goat. We'll get into that right now. But now as we're having our little bourbon and somebody's having some tequila, let's get Albert Aguirre from Full Circle Group. Break down the market. What's looking good? How's it working? What's the word? What's up, man? Everything's looking good, right? Um, A lot of the same from last month where we're just seeing really low inventory levels, um, which is propping up those prices. Why? Why is there a lot of low inventory? What's going on, bro? From what we're seeing, people aren't leaving their situations that they got in 2020, 2019 because they were really good situations, right? Really low interest rates. So people aren't stepping like out of that situation to other homes, which is what was creating inventory. So that's the main cause of it, right? So if you look like year over year, I think we had 120 less listings just in the South Bay. In What's the, month the of average April. home price right now? Uh, in, in, Chula the, Vista, in, Chula in the Vista. South Bay, it's right in the 740 range. You've seen my pad. What would you value at that? Just as un vistacho, un ojazo. Front and back? Yeah. The whole, the whole thing? The whole thing. Con los apartamentos del pelo? Todo el pelo. One three, yeah. one to like that, just right. without even knowing the condition of the of the other spots, because your place just got redone. So. Yeah, my mom's was like, she said she just got them uh, appraised. Appraised. I don't know why. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, she she had a big smile on her face. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Fabio's sister is closing on one a couple blocks away from the um, brewery. Mm. We've yeah. done a lot for the community with the brewery. I'll tell you that shit right now. 
100 <laughs> and uh you made david cool. oils work a lot harder <laughs> oils doesn't work dude. <laughs> um he does want to go play tory pines though he told me to tell you that today all right so it's I owe set more. it up um but yeah so that was a pretty cool one because it was a three bedroom one bath or a three bedroom two bath house that was split legally into a two one and a one one uh, so we just went through that process so if anybody you know who lives around the brewery wants to do something similar what's the best investment up. right now uh, buy real estate in San Diego and hold it for 20 years. Obviously. But yeah. is, is there what, like a duplex, like a single family home, commercial property, what, uh, in your professional, professional outlook, what, what is the best move right now to so, invest my money? I'll tell you what I'm looking at, put parking some money in, which is, uh, hopefully a multi-unit in that, uh, Bayfront development okay. area. So anything Madison, uh, Jefferson, Oakland, Oakland, everything off of Jade down the street from the, from the Elwood. Um, that's all. What if we sold the Elwood? That would be like the very that? first bar after yeah, coming out yeah. of the, the convention center and stuff. Did you get any word on the place that I wanted to I, I did actually. So we'll talk oh, after the podcast. Yeah. She's trying nice. to buy. We're, we're, we're going to get into the real money maker. We're going to, we're going to open up a church. Well, no, it, I'm going to live in a church. Yeah. So we're ready. How black flag of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where I would put my money in. Something in a church? In West Chula Vista oh. into a multi-unit. Uh, rents are not uh, coming down anytime soon. And um it's it's a great place to park long-term money for sure how's your numbers looking i like to get personal give me your stats what are you looking like you're making moves or what i'm doing yeah i'm doing okay go got ahead a couple under contract what does that mean? um means i'm hitting you know my personal goals but I, we could always improve what are your personal goals <laughs> I, I like to i like to do what <laughs> i, I, I want to look down and see my feet jesus christ dude how quickly they turn in here bro Shit. Uh, I, got, I got on the Peloton today, so that was a I goal. Saw you, yeah. You motivated me to get on the Peloton. We're going to go 90 days, bro. Now straight? On yeah. the Peloton? No, we have up on it. I'm in with you. Be in my mile. Every day. Peloton? Do you done? Okay. Got accountability partners? I'm or done. Hey, let's go to boxing tonight, too. I, and it's good. Uh, Here's the thing, dude. Is I feel like you really want to hit me because you've been hinting it's boxing, at that. Fool, it's boxing. We're light spar, light touches, light work. Hey, nothing's light style. with you, dog. Dude, Even the roasting's heavy. Tonight, boxing. Tomorrow, gotta... jujitsu. Thursday, Boxing every fucking day. Friday, making love. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> you? Plan. Plan. Don't plan. say it if you don't mean Damn. it, because I'm ready. Barry, Barry's on a different guys. level than last week. Cz, yeah. Barry, Barry last week was on the edge. He sounded like a fucking third eye blind song. Aww. Oh, step off that ledge, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Got some tequila. Oh. Sing it, bro. Aww. Wish you would step back from that ledge, Barry. I'm happy you're good now, bro. And I'm talking about sweet love and shit. Sweet Thank love. you, so Albert. It. That was yes. awesome. Hey, I'm before a, I leave. Go ahead. You don't have to friendly, leave. Friendly, well, I'm going to sit down. Friendly reminder that any deal that comes through the foundation, the Emo Brown Foundation receives 5% of the gross. Go ahead. That's okay. gross. Oh, wow. So of the gross commission, sorry, right now the gross purchase. So there's something to be made there. Mm. Um, and then Emo Brown listeners, because... If it don't clack, it's whack. Uh, they also receive uh, free inspection. Mm. Um, and if hey, if we got to do that a couple of times, that's five hundred dollars right there. Five hundred bucks. Um, and if they use our preferred lender, there's some additional. There's probably twenty five hundred dollars worth of value all in when we do everything for an Emo Brown listener who's looking to purchase a home. Are you still giving away them fucking gaudy ass TVs with every purchase close? I'm being sixty five inch, sixty five inch, and Shit. and the install dude with the hiding the cables. That's not gaudy anymore. I feel like gaudy's like seventy five and above. Oh. Is it? I think Ooh. so. This is, that's gaudy, gaudy shit. For sixty five, fuck my abuelita has one. She's ninety five. Better. Yeah, but you bought it for a dog. <laughs> she still got it though. Damn. Is that, do I got to go seventy five with the fucking sound bar or something? Well, every situation is unique. So and a little refrigerator. 
fully loaded with three punk ales beer. What do you say, CZ? I love it. There it is. <laughs> Sold. Uh, so yeah, I just want to make sure because I, I feel like we don't talk about that enough. We need to make videos for him, dog. I keep telling him. I'm in his ears like, yo, let's make little crazy skits, you know, mm-hmm. but informative skits. Let's, let's be proactive with the way you utilize your social media and the marketing, you know. Yeah. I think you leave a lot to be desired. I get it. You want to look professional. You want to look nice. I've seen your videos, bro. What is your Instagram? Uh, so we all know. L Albert. Okay. And then the full group, uh, full circle group. I'm sorry. Full circle. Jesus Christ. Is the mm. team one. Shit. Oh, what you need is a strong, what? solid so, success so what, what, story what to track like? from beginning to end. Oh. You need to find someone maybe in the social group who has very little money and fucking build them to a fucking uh, mogul of your stature. Are you I don't know what yourself? the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to honor these. I got very little you money. Just, you yeah. can just ask me. I can't hey, fool, How many birria tacos did you eat at break? Fool, you're coming to sleep. You're about to tip over, bro. What you need to do is you need to bring in somebody and you got to help them. Don't look at me. I'm just a mechanic, all right? Hey, so you guys were homies like when you were young? And then uh, now you're working together. So that's why it's full circle. Is that what's going on? Yeah. So uh, Fabio and I have known each other since middle school. Mm. We didn't really become friends until we were in our 20s. Uh, Fabio's wife and I were really good friends. And uh, when I started dating my now wife, I asked her like, hey, I'm looking for a double date, Um, you know, with other couples. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier. You only hang out with couples. couples. Yeah. And uh, he was not about it. He's like, dude, Albert was the fucking worst in middle school and high school. And I do not want to hang out with that guy. That dude sucks. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up going to uh, fucking, what's that Italian? Buca di Beppo? Buca di Beppo. That was yeah. the very first. Yeah. That fucking place. You know that fucking. Yeah. So we ended up hanging out and he ended up being the best man of my wedding, bro. So. Full circle. Yeah. So much was true. Kobe. Man, how long have you been married? Uh, six years. How long has he been married? Seven years. I think theirs goes longer. Well, they're about to have a child, so their their anchor runs deeper. I'm proud Um, of you, fool. I'm proud proud of you. you. I'm proud of you. You you have definitely grown up in the last few years. You're doing your thing. I'm I'm happy to be a part of your your little clique now. Focus on your marketing, dog. You don't believe me? We're gonna introduce somebody right now. Dude, that that's, does it, that's his message to me all you the know, time. We're man, gonna introduce yeah. you somebody, everybody, into somebody who's been hustling since day one, dog. Entrepreneur, all of the things. I'll name a couple because I know you got a shit ton that I don't know, and, and I know they're out there. Birria King, Hibaji Kings, partnering one of the cutthroat. I'm pretty sure I saw, I saw somewhere you own a music label, some sort of music group. Something, ladies and gentlemen, el compa Junior Moran. Ala, what's go. up, Damn, bro? Finally, finally, we've been we've been right. flirting with bringing you on for a while, but Casas is crazy busy and he doesn't like when I inter- and when <laughs> I bring a way. guest up, he's like, no, fool, let me vet them first. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, dog, whatever. <laughs> but we're here now, <laughs> and he fucking fed us, Barry. You're That's like really comatose good. right oh, now. You're so I'm about to fucking you are- Milo right now. <laughs> so good. We had birria tacos from birria king, but before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself man how did you get bit by the entrepreneurial bug how did it start where are you from whoa uh shit first i want to shout you out for you know the reason why i'm here is the last time that i saw that interview you know just gave it up i think we crossed paths once yes one time uh but shit when he mentioned me you you know gave it up and i respect that appreciate it and you know uh junior 34 years old born and raised well not born but I was definitely raised here in San Diego. Hey. Uh, the later part of my life, I was born in LA, and actually mm, grew up in TJ. Apaga el micrófono, bro. Nice. Well, you made a good choice coming down south, bro. 
It was just a Disneyland trip. Disneyland trip. <laughs> you know, I was born while they were out there. So, <laughs> oh, that's was it really? Funny. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh, Did you get a free pass? Disneyland, no. And the Splash well, Mountain on Monday. Disneyland, but you know, it was a trip, and it came, and you know, <laughs> I was born yeah. up there. You come from an entrepreneurial background. Do your parents, are they hustlers? How, how did this get you? Because you, just reading that list, I know you've got more and I'm going to give you a chance to say it, but that just doesn't happen overnight. Something's got to be in you to want to go out and go on a limb and pet on yourself and just kind of grow yourself as a brand. Right. Uh, well, my mom's always been in sales. Hmm. You know, uh, I think I got it from there, but it was just life, you know, life. And you start getting a taste of, getting stuff and, and wanting stuff. And, you know, you, I mean, personally me, you know, um, started working and just like school, like work filming. I wasn't really into working for somebody else. You know, when I got the first taste at actually building something for myself or doing something like sales and stuff like that, I was like, ah, here it is. This is what I, what was what the I first, the first venture for you? Uh, the first thing I did was hustling t-shirts and, uh, Jeans and shoes. Lo que caiga. Yeah. Hell yeah, fool. That was probably one of the first ones. And from there, you just kept going. What's King's Group? Well, King's Group is, you know, is, as you mentioned, the brands, you know, so we have Hibachi Kings, we have Beery Kings, we have El Toro Street Tech with some beer. Um, that turned, initially, the idea was to do Hibachi Kings food truck. And that worked out well when we started it. The opportunity came right away to do a second brand, which was Beery Kings. And once it became multiple concepts, I was like, well, we got to. You know, create something that unite the brand. Everything yeah. you know. So Kings Group is that. Is know? it just you, or do you have a, a group of people that roll with you? Well, I have a group of people. Definitely, I have a team. Uh, I started with a partner. You know, business is difficult sometimes. You mention it to them. Sometimes it's not the ideal thing to do things with friends. Uh, and you know, we fucking horrible idea, bro. That's why I don't have any. <laughs> it's a, it's a bad idea on premise. Is and, and you hear the cliche: okay, never go into business with your friends, or never go into business with family. The shit just goes side. When it comes to money, bro, when it comes to businesses and money, it just family and friends don't mix. No, I'll tell you, not even not only friends and not only family. I I, I think that I'll tell you from my experience, um, just partnerships in general, even if the strangers is, is a tricky situation. Not because it's hard to figure it out, not because of money, but it's just the commitment and what running a business really is compared to what we believe it is, mm. you know? So I definitely advise people to think twice before partnering with somebody. And if you do, you always want to, I'll tell you what works for me, partner up with somebody that's ahead of you. Yes. Somebody <laughs> that has more, somebody has more knowledge, more money, more finances, more structure, more whatever. And you're never going to have an issue. Yeah, because I mean, if you're anything like me or in the, the people I fuck with, I need somebody that's more than me so I can keep pace. I want to I want to constantly be like learning and, and going to him. If I'm keeping pace and I notice like if Barry and I were partners and I know Barry's not picking up the slack, I, I get upset. I'll be like, come on, fool, mm -hmm. let's go. Like we, we, we got a, We got an opportunity to really take it to the next level. And here you are in the next level, man. So you got Birre Kings. Yeah, started. Yep. You got Hibachi Kings. Mm -hmm. You said which tacos? I'm sorry. El Toro Street Tacos. El Toro Street Tacos and beer. Over there by San Diego State. Nice. How does that do? It's cool. It's a killer, it's probably. No, man. It's good. So you got two food trucks. Two food trucks. And those two food trucks require a commissary? Yeah. A, a, like a home base, por decir. Yeah. How hard was it to maintain that? Is that is that like built into the 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 model of this business when you own food trucks? Well, first and foremost, when I started this, I didn't even know how this was all put together. I got to meet some people that kind of showed me the, the way of how doing it. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a commissary. You got to have a kitchen commissary, you know? That's why I got the restaurant eventually because I needed a kitchen to prep out of. 
Uh, the trucks are stored at a commissary. There's several in San Diego that they actually have the permits and everything. That's where you store the truck, charge it, and leave it overnight where they wash it, clean it, and all that stuff. How did you get an idea to do all this? Did you have any experience, or you just kind of said, a, a chingarle ni modo, well, let's go? I, I come from nightlife and uh, doing concerts. I did that for like 13, 14 years. Uh, later on, on the second part of doing that, um, starting to get a little bit older, had kids, stuff like that. Started realizing that even though I was killing it, you know, I was now depending on my staff and my kids to keep the brand going. Even though I had the knowledge, I kind of relied on their hustle. Okay. You know? And I still had to be there, there every night, you know. And I started looking around, like I said. You start looking around, you start seeing the people that are five, six years older than you that are still in the in, in the nightlife. And you're like, man, like I don't want to be 40 and be. You know, there's nothing wrong with being 40, so, Junior. There is nothing wrong with being 40. He's done it four times. Meaning where I was at. Mm. Running an entertainment company. What does that consist of? Yeah. Stuff what would, like that. Like, like a promoting? Artist. Yeah. Promoting. It, it went from promoting to putting all the whole events together. I was partnered up with, with the nightclub okay. to do the concerts. But I still had to be there to do the show, to move the artists around. Make sure that tickets are being sold, stay on top of the promoters, all that stuff, right? So I was like, ah, see, I'm going to move into ownership. I'm going to go work for somebody. Or I got to figure out something that's going to pay me long term, right? And then one thing led to another. I started a marketing agency. I was already doing marketing for my events and stuff like that. And then I started going after bars and restaurants. That ended up landing me a partnership at a restaurant. Once I started doing the marketing for that restaurant, I was forced to dive into the operation because there was too much demand. Not enough efficient operation. I kind of mastered the operation part of it. Uh, COVID came. That stopped. Turned to a mess. Mm -hmm. When COVID came back around, I planned to start the marketing agency again. And then, you know, it just clicked one night. And I was like, man, nobody wants to spend money. And the last thing that people want to spend money, most of the people out there, is marketing. They don't understand it. Right? So I was like, why am I going to depend on another business owner? just like I did in my Android industry yeah. to cut my checks, especially in a time like this. It's going to go for something like that. So I started thinking about doing a restaurant that was like, fuck the restrictions, blase, blase, blase. I went up to LA uh, to buy some stuff and I saw the concept of the Japanese stuff, the hibachi grill up there. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to them, see if they want to branch out to San Diego. He said, nope. Is that we the move usually? Nobody. You saw opportunities of other business models and your first inclination was like do you guys franchise and then you would try to bring that brand down to san diego or well to me it was more like i don't know anything about the business i don't know anything about the menu i'm not a cook right so if there's something that is working why not participate and then you know grow it from there. Mm -hmm. that's the way that i always done my thing when i went into nightlife i wasn't a promoter i was working and marketing and promotions for a radio station yeah that's a crazy industry no way right that's fun yeah that's fun you were there for 13 years 13. you've seen it all uh, yep. You've seen some. <laughs> done it all. You've seen it all. You've seen some pretty high end uh, talent that probably acts like assholes or what? Uh, Why are my yeah. questions always about that? I always want to learn about <laughs> who's the asshole. I want to learn about like, who, who's the biggest weenie that you've ever worked with. Well, worked Not life. A lot of petty You know, I went, I went, like I said, I went from being a paper pusher, passing off flyers and hey, come to the club. Mm. Let me get you a bottle and stuff like that. To where I, I mean, to me, it was kind of corny to do that shit. Um, I got more into the producing the event, got the finances up. And then I, obviously I was always 
anti-working for people. So I started developing my own entertainment company. And then I came to the venues that I already had a relationship with. And I said, like, hey, listen, let's bust it down the middle. Mm. Put up the money up. I'll risk it up. There was an issue. I was obviously in the hip-hop side of things. So San Diego was conservative. The venues didn't want to take risk. Nobody likes to come to San Diego, right? More like the city is not really open to bring what hits, Mm. you know? Once again, the urban has always been a little bit scary. And it's not the most comfortable environment to move on sometimes. So people kind of like stay away from it. Plus PD and politicians kind of like... Muchos pedos. Yeah. So I said, like, yeah, listen, there's opportunity here. Nobody wants to deal with it. I know how to deal with it. I know how to navigate with it. I got this many years working with you guys, and I'm putting up the risk. Let's build up the pie. So that's how it started. And the venues were very uh, receptive to your your business model? Well, at the beginning, there was every single door was closed. And, you know, but, you know, it just goes down to what you were mentioning right now. Like, you just got to put the money up. You just got to put the risk up, and then you just force the situation. What happens when you force the situation there, you lose or you win when you win? The doors open. Mm-hmm. The resistance goes away. You know? Yeah. That's the thing about resistance is not everyone's built for it, man. Yeah. Not everyone is built for the resistance. And look at my partner at the bar is Cece. She's built for the resistance. We're built for the resistance. She is the resistance. Look at her. <laughs> I'm a pusher for sure. Viva la resistance. Viva la resistance. Real talk. <laughs> you, you know, we can relate with the pandemic. Having a bar during the pandemic was ridiculous, you know, because we have a sister bar in the Manhattan and um, they remained open. We didn't. So it was just kind of like, fuck. What are we going to do? You know, and I have the brewery and the brewery. We stayed open as it really, the, it sounds weird, but the pandemic helped the brewery grow to where it is now and where it's going to continue to grow. Cause we, we had to introduce like four packs. We introduced our delivery system. To we go Yeah. All the to go orders. So for us, it worked like that for the Alwood, our bar, it didn't necessarily, we just rode the wave out and said, Hey, shut it down until we're ready to open. And fortunately people came back the food truck industry. Did that blossom during the pandemic? What were what industry were you in when the pandemic hit? Uh, when the pandemic hit, I was doing nightlife and I was doing the marketing agency and I had the partnership on that restaurant that I mentioned, right? But the the restaurant depended on the industry because it was right in downtown San Diego, a block away from. Oh, the so yeah, right? and that's why it has such a big impact. The um, that partnership went south. He wanted to close down, or he wanted to operate a certain way. I was like, it's time to invest marketing, delivery, pickup, delivery. We got out of the, the reason why. I've, Landed the partnership was because he was ready to close. He was trying to sell it to me. At that point, I was like, I don't want to buy something that's failing. I'll fix it. I'll partner out with you while I fix it. And then if I got to buy it, buy it. You want to walk away, you walk away. You know, whatever needs to happen after we fix it. Uh, when the pandemic came, we had already experienced about 11 months of, you know, getting out of the hole. And I said, like, hey, we're not going to fall in the hole. This shit is long term. This shit is going to be difficult and the way to you know, deal with difficult situations is to take them on head on. Like, fuck closing, fuck this, fuck that, fuck relying on the government. What are we doing? Let's change our marketing model. Let's go all in from now. Start figuring it out how to sell, even if we can't let people in or whatever. And he was more like, nah, let's just wait it out. Oof. It'll be over in a month. Oof. I said, you tripping. He was like, I'm 50 years old. I've seen this one too many times. You know, he, he got a little bit drunk on the Kool-Aid of uh-huh. we're not successful. You know, he kind of forgot that. We got there together and, you know, we just couldn't come to an agreement and I wasn't going to go in a hole with him. And I said, like, hey, listen, we do it right or we don't do it at all. And we didn't do it at all. So I went home, sat down. I said, all right, cool. What's next? We got three months to plan because, you know, I was obviously following the news uh, day and night. 
And once I saw that the opportunity was going to come back around to do something, I knew that nightlife and concerts was going to be the last thing I was going to be able to do. Oh, for sure. So I said, what the fuck am I going to do? I got three kids, right? And I support both of my families, indirect families, like my parents and my wife's parents. Uh, so we went ahead and started planning for the marketing stuff and for the marketing agency. But then I was like, hey, I already did made that successful. Why not just do, do my do own it again? Thing. Yeah. And that's what started it all again. Uh-huh. And no mamas, you we forget that the pandemic was like not that long ago. Yeah. You know, was, everything was shut down and you were forced to learn how to dance. And if you didn't want to dance, if you were reluctant to dance, that's when the music stopped for you. Sounds the like the pandemic mm-hmm. definitely made and and broke a lot of people, you know, and, and that's one of the beautiful things of life. Like when you are uh when you face resistance uh or any uh struggles or any issues like it really shows what you're made of you know and when i saw that happen it was amazing because i was looking like i mentioned for the last three years prior to the pandemic i was looking for what was next but i never took that leap of faith of i'm focusing on what's next because i was so comfortable to collect so much doing concerts it was Mm. so easy once that was over it was like all right full force of what's next and that's when you start looking at opportunity the signs start popping up left and right and you just go for it that's a true testament yeah. of your hustle, though, man. Because I yeah. mean, like you said, you 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 took you took what you had done with the model that you had at that time, and then post pandemic, you applied it to a completely new, fresh start. Control out, delete, and it's a testament to your hustle because you've obviously made it work. At the end of the day, so everything is the same. No matter what you're doing, everything is the same. It's just being down to make it happen, mm-hmm. not give up, and work hard. How bad do you want it? That's it. Exactly. You know how bad do you want it, and, and how far are you willing to go, and how much are you willing to risk? How at the end, at the end of the day, CC. At the end of the day. If you're down to commit to the whole game, all of it, it's going to be good. And we've seen that at the Elwood. So and we've seen out. that at the Elwood. You also got a barbershop in your portfolio. Now, a now. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, I met Jesse. Uh, he's the owner of Cutthroat about five years ago. Uh, he grew up in Eastside, just like I did. I respected his growth and, and, and building that brand, not necessarily the barbershop. He turned that into a brand. And I told him, whenever you need me, whenever you're ready, I just want to be a part of it in any shape, way, or form that you want me to. And then he came to me about a year ago. Yeah, it's almost a year ago. And he said, like, hey, there's an opportunity coming up in East Lake. What's up? And I said, let's do it. I really think that together we can take that uh, to be really big. Like, go nationwide. Barbershop, barbershops are a whole different bill now. I remember growing. I would I would go to the same barbershop when I was a little man down near in uh, Bonita, across the street from Southwestern College. It used to be called Albert's Barbershop. <laughs> Albert's Barbershop, right there next to Seven Eleven, bro. My dad would go there and bring me, and I didn't know the importance of a barbershop until I got older. And uh, now my kids go to a barber, and my kids have their own barber. So I'm like, oh shit, it's almost like a rite of passage. It's almost like we're we're passing the torch down. <laughs> it really is, man. A lifestyle. But look at that. How many spots are currently there? Well. He owns five barbershops. Okay. We are partners in one. We're definitely working and planning towards the future. And the plan, obviously, to join the brand was to dive our feet on the first location. And then from there, the plan is to take it nationwide. He has five proven concepts. The brand cutthroat is just... And that's why I was such a fan of his hustle and his what he built. Because, you know, like you said, a barbershop. We've seen barbershops. We've seen a lot of rains come and go of barbershops, you know. I think what Jesse executed well, which is kind of along the lines of what I did with the food stuff, is he developed a concept that can be bigger than just a barbershop. That Catro thing is merge is 
uh, shirts, is podcasts, is a bunch of stuff. It just it doesn't have a ceiling, you know. And that's what I'm fully invested in, which is how big can we make it? Can we make it a media company? Can we go across the nation having a, a cutthroat in every single neighborhood, you know? And and that's that's the plan right now. Mom is wrong. That's crazy. All off of barbershops. It doesn't matter. A brand is a brand. A brand is a brand. A brand is a brand. And when, what you choose to put under the umbrella of the brand is is that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we did fucking Emo Brown. Yeah. <laughs> emo Brown is now a brand. Like we, we, you know, like, we had no idea what, what we were doing when we started. It was a podcast. Now it's a fucking beer. It's a pre-roll. You know, it's it's a bunch of different shit. It sounds like the same thing that what you work with, like with King's group within that is, you know, Birreking. Within that is also Pinchy Hibachi Kings. And within that, a part of your portfolio is now Cutthroat, you know? How much money did it take for you to jump in after the uh, music industry and to start your own thing? Uh, we started with, I don't know, 20,000. 20 racks? We just did the math on what it was going to take, take uh, cost us to get the truck, get it wrapped. Get the yeah, how much did a truck like cost? We just opened it up. ¿Cuánto cuesta una truck así? Well, they're, they're expensive. We didn't buy it. We leased it. Mm-hmm. We, we, we rented it out. But we just came up with the math of what it was going to take us to get us to operate on the first day. And then from there, we just figure it out. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. The finish line constantly moves, Barry. The first step is the hardest. You just yeah. gotta do shit. I tell Albert that all the time. You just gotta do shit. Yeah. Just do it. Why, do, why don't you think Albert listens to you or, listen. or to me? What, what, what do you think it is? He do, does listen. Is he afraid to be a success? No. I don't think so. He's successful. <laughs> he the least confident. No. <laughs> his ears are smaller than his teeth. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Albert listens, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We want we want the best for I think we all we all gotta we all gotta process. And you asked me what started what ignited, I couldn't be able to tell you. Mm. I think that life just has a plan, it's already yeah. written, you know. And when shit comes, you just start facing it, you start learning shit. You mm. talked about the brands, how cutthroat or how King's group is can be all this, how ammo brand is all this, and you just realize that everything is a business within a business within a business. So if I'm selling this, what else am I doing that I can turn into a service that I provide? And now I'm aligned. There you go. Everything is an opportunity. Right? And that's how I came in after got into when I landed that partnership based on the marketing, which the marketing started because of the tickets that I was selling. Right. I was like, all right, cool. So I do the marketing. I can sell tickets. I can sell food every day instead of once a month selling tickets for an event. That's money every day. When I got into the restaurant, I said, OK, cool. If I can bring the people, well, let me learn how to service the people and make it better and multiply it by 10. Right. And that's where it kicks in. How much do you want? How much do you want it? How much are you willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Time, me, energy, like, family, everything. A lot of people say like, oh, you got five, six locations. Chill. Fuck no. If I mm. got five, six, that means in fucking two years I can have a hundred. Mm. You know? But you're giving up all this other stuff. It's fine. My kids won't have that. And that is the driving force behind it. You know? And that's what I'm focused on. How do you balance the, the, the entrepreneurial life and the family life? Just it's hard, fool. It is. It's, like, it, it, it's hard. There's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. There's 24 hours in a day. I don't have time to watch TV. But other than that, I got time for everything else. Do you Figure have like a out. breakdown? Like, you know, like I'm doing this many hours of work, this many hours of family, this many hours of this, this, this. I don't have things. I just structure my schedule. I plan my week. I plan my month. Like I get up, no matter what time I go to sleep, get up at 630 to get my work in by the time that they get up and go to school so they can see me. That day, if they don't get to see me the rest of the day, at least they see me before they go to school. I feel you. Right. Mm. If I got 10 minutes, I strategically place my office, my warehouse close to home. Right. So any 10, 15 minutes that I got, I go Ding. make sure they see me. If I can make it to a practice, I make it to a practice. If I can make it to dinner, I make it to dinner. No matter how many things I still got to do, I you got to find the time. 
you know? you have priorities. You, you know take, what you want. You take, you take the hit. Like, if I have to go two days without sleeping to make sure that I'm there and be a, a dad, like, Enough. that's what I do. You know? Pay attention, Barry. I'm good at the no sleeping <laughs> thing, so I'm taking notes. <laughs> Pay attention. I'm not sleeping? Fuck. My mom is, like, always in my ear about, sometimes I feel like I work way too much but my mom will always reinforce play hard now work later work hard now play later get your ass back into the bar do your thing just, she's always encouraging me like you got this you're young you can keep going but it takes it takes a partner or it takes a family member or it takes that support group to believe in you mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it also takes a strong mentality right to go against what everybody the most popular belief mm. you know because the most popular belief right now is like hey balance mental health which i'm I'm, I'm for it right Mm -hmm. but also you see a generation behind us or multiple generations behind us how they bust their ass at 50 60 seal and you think oh the generation is built like that right we're not gonna do that you don't realize that because they didn't do that at your age that's what they have to do and now they don't have another choice Mm -hmm. i got a lot of people that i employ that are between 35 and 60 that work their ass off all day two shifts two different locations two different jobs right and they don't realize that it's not that they, they want to work like that. They're now just forced to do it because they didn't do it when they were young. Yeah. They didn't play their cards right. And now it's real. Like yeah. Now you got to figure it out. So, sooner or later, you're going to have to hustle. And that's how you learn in life. You know, like you either learn by lessons that come to you as hard times or by looking around and seeing what other people did and choosing what you want to deal with. You want to deal with it now. You want to deal with it later. That's very true, man. And I often think of like, if I didn't have kids... I'd be killing it on the next level. But then I stop and think is like, if I didn't have kids, I don't know if I I'd have. Yeah. I don't think I would have gone to this yeah, point because they're definitely when you, like you say, when you wake up in the morning and you see, okay, I have to do this. I do that. I have to do that, that, that. It all leads back to the family circle for me, you know? And, and for me, it's my, my wifey and my kids that I have, I'm, I'm driven to do all the dumb shit them. that I do because of them. Exactly. So then I think like, maybe if I didn't have kids, I will be I'd be wild enough not doing any of this and life would have been way different. Yeah, because when it tests you, when mm. when that third day where no sleeping comes through, when that, you know, third payroll that you got to pay that you can't afford mm-hmm. comes, like the only reason why you see it through is because of the people that I got to respond to. Yeah. Which is those three kids at home. The and more you, the you more know, you do, the more responsibilities yeah. come, the more exactly. responsibilities come, the harder it gets, the harder it gets, the more you have to like say, fuck it, let's just go. Uh-huh. Just figure it out. It works out. Yeah, Always. Cool. It's got to keep going. I like him. we just found a regular fuck yeah dog no because like i know people that talk a big game and the cliche is always like everybody wants to fucking be a boss until you got to do boss shit you know but it's true everybody runs around saying i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do this but then you see it it's like they don't got that hustle they don't have the mentality they don't have the discipline they don't have the drive it's gonna be hard for them to do this Maybe I didn't have that ever, but I swear to God, as soon as the kids came, it just, it flipped the switch. I was in a nine to five junior. I I, I was in finance and banking for like 16 years. And then as soon as we had, we had our first kid, I remember my wifey bringing him to my office. That switch. And then I was like, fuck this life, bro. This is not the life I want to live. I don't want my son to look at me and be, I no knock on anybody who does the nine to five and does that. I get it. It, That's your hustle. That's how you make money. But for me, it was like, Nah, there's more out there and I know I want to do this shit and I, I, I need to do it because now I have this little guy that's going to look to me, you know, and then another one came and then another one came and it's like, fuck, okay, now I really got to hustle. I really got to take it to the next level. And for me, it's like no idea is a dumb idea. Nope. You know, there's never too, too outlandish or wild of an idea. 
because if you apply what you've done to get you to this level, to this new venture, it's destined to succeed on some level. Mm-hmm. The fuck we know about podcasting, Barry? Fool, we did a 999 yeah, challenge. That's the dumbest Bro. idea ever. <laughs> what the fuck did we know about any of this production shit, fool? Like, I think I, I, the more we, we expand our network, the more we, like, push ourselves out of our comfort zone, you're going to meet people like Casas that have that expertise in that area that are going to help you grow. You're going to meet that person like Cece who knows what the fuck the nightlife and that industry, the bar scene is all about. And she's going to help you grow. I'm going to meet somebody like junior who thrives and, and thrives strictly on his and marketing and his hustle. And I'm going to learn from that. So I just feel like it, the bigger that you go and the more that you do, and the more that you go out to the deep waters full and you don't know how to swim, you're going to find life preservers out there. And be like, nah, fool, look at you do it like this. As no, long like, as like you're that. willing to learn. You got to fucking be willing to learn, bro. Because there's a lot of people that don't want to listen to it. I got this far knowing what I do and doing what I know. I don't need help from you, Eric. I don't need help from you, Barry. I don't need help from you. You know, <laughs> it's like, I can't help you know you what I'm saying? No, it's very true. I mean, I think the biggest, the biggest enemy of growth is just your Yourself. reluctancy to learn. It's like, you're, I don't want to fucking learn. I, I know what I know and I've gotten me this far, bro. Mm-hmm. What has been the hardest part for you being an entrepreneur? Love it. Yeah, it's all been good. I love it. It's all been good. Even the bad, even the worst is good. What was your biggest you learning big. moment then? I think the last few years have been one of the most uh I want to say challenging and where I grow the most as a person. Um definitely building something this big, I never done it. And building something that will demand so much from me and every single level I've never done it. And then going as fast as I did and then keeping it together. Mm-hmm. Once I went that big and I had a support system that wasn't really built or it just maybe wasn't what they were expecting to sacrifice. And then keeping it together without falling apart has been one of the most challenging things I ever dealt with in my life. But also one of the most beautiful things that I dealt with in my life. It's one of the best. I, I will never change the last two years mm. for anything. I. You asked me about what I'd done in nightlife. Uh, I don't know if everybody's familiar with hip hop here, but you know, like I was the guy bringing Rick Ross, mm. Lil Wayne, the A-listers to San Diego, and I was getting the huge checks to do so. Right? I wasn't working for the night- nightclub. Like I was a partner with nightclub. It was my contract. It was my contact. Right? I was cleaning the house, but I will never change what I'm doing now for that. No mas. No. Because you're. Yeah, rel- I'll go back into it. Yeah. But I'll come back owning the building and owning. The there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, but until then, I'm doing this first because this is gonna pay everything. The kids, the kids, yeah. and the kids of my kids and my kids, and I'd rather build this generational and then I go wealth. Back to that shit, that was fun. Yeah, takes a lot of discipline. A lot, a lot of discipline, man. How's wifey? Wifey gets your back in everything you do. I mean, we came in each other's life at the right moment. I was living in my boss's office before I went by myself on on my own. In nightlife, I used to work for somebody, which is the guy that got me from doing promotions at the radio to be a promoter. I rode with him for like two, three years. And then I met her. Uh, we, I moved into her house, to her mom's house. I was living at my boss's office at that point. And we started from living at her mom's house, two-bedroom apartment, eight people. So Normal. she's been there. <laughs> she's, been there. she's been there from there to now. So she is the most important person in my corner, right next to my mom. The next one. You seem like you're, you, you're very dedicated and connected to your hood and where you're from. 
How have they treated you and your rise to where you are now? It's funny. I was listening to a song yesterday by Drake where he said, I heard you never claimed the hood. I heard, I heard the hood claimed you. Mm. Like that's been my story. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Eastside. Then I made my bones in Southeast. Then I moved to Chula Vista. There's love everywhere. Stay connected with everybody, you know? Um, and I make sure that I bring it with me. Yeah. You know, because once we, it's like anything else. Once one of us make it, everybody sees us positive. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, I, that, that, that is true. I'm from no hood, you know? Like, I was raised in, in Benita and in Chula Vista. But you, it doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. You got to stay connected to where yeah. you're from because people from there saw you hustle, saw you grow. And then you're just providing an opportunity for them to see, oh, fuck, Junior did this now, yeah, bro. And now fucking Junior's doing that. He's going to have a fucking nationwide cutthroat brand all over. How do I do that? And then it's, you know, it, it's almost like a responsibility on your shoulders now. Yeah, we we employ a lot of people that they went grew on. up with us. That's fucking And awesome. stuff like that, you know, and 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 I like that. Mm. I like that because it's like, hey, let's all go. Let's all go. Let's all go. It's not just me. It's let's all go. Now, it's on them, and I make it clear for them to get there with me. Before it was like, oh, I'm going to take you. Now it's like, nah, bro, you got to do your part. But I think that's important. Like they said, the top is lonely, but it's only lonely if you don't, you know, you don't take the people with you. This guy's a fucking walking Zig Ziglar, bro. He's got, a, he's got a line for every fucking situation. Fuck, I wish Albert was more like you. <laughs> we love you. We really do. I love Albert, dude. I, I love all dudes like you, man. I love all dudes like you because Albert is a hustler. You're a, everyone here is a hustler. You know, no one in here has a nine to five. You probably love Albert more than anybody else. I, and he knows as that. As much as I do. Yeah, and he knows and that. And that's why he gives you such a hard time. And he fucking knows because it, bro. Because he knows your potential. I know what he's doing, and I know how much what more he, he could do. be doing. And then and, and, and I think he gets upset. <laughs> hey, bro, we love you, <laughs> no, dog. Bro, no, but it's, it's right. real talk, because I see a lot of me and him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, who fucking helped me? Well, I got a lot Nobody. of support here and then fucking there. But ultimately, it was me. Uh-huh. You know, so it's ultimately it was me. And But he's got you. I you know, a, he's got, got me. I'll be careful. I got a lot of issues right now because of that. Yeah. Because I never had nobody to show me the way I had to learn it, busting my mouth, busting my mouth, busting my mouth every single time. That now that I'm in this position and I have people around me that I care about, uh-huh. I want to teach them the way. I want to make sure that they don't fall. Mm. I want to make it easier for them. And ultimately, it takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. It's a lot of structure. And when they don't make it through, they end up hating. Oof. How long yeah. is that list? Pretty long. Pretty long. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of people that but hate it's on you. Good, bro. Like, I'll tell you something. I, it's, it's been my life story. Like you said, they connected to the hood, bring people up. There's been a lot of people like that all through my process. It's been a lot more now because it's such bigger and so many more people were working directly underneath me. But I always had those friends that were along for the ride with me that ended up drifting away because it was too difficult mm-hmm. to stay hustling 24-7 like I did. And they always came back. though. Of course. They always came back. Yeah. Right. And it's the same thing with all these people that that list, you know, like I have peace now because now it's happened so many times that I was like, so good. One day it'll make sense and you'll come back and thank me. And it's not even the thanks. It's just, you know, it'll be amended at some point. Right. So you just got to let people have the process. It's weird because it's true because along the way, I'll think back and I'll tell why he's like, yeah, this motherfucker's mad at me now. Like they're mad at me. I don't I don't understand why they're mad. I don't they're not hustling like me. I'm, you know, has, like my priorities and, are different than and theirs your, now. And, and your peace comes from, because I used to be my fuck like that. Yeah. Like I mentioned the last two years, the first year was horrible at the level of not being able to go to sleep. Like I I was doing this for the situation to go like this. And they ended up disliking me or hating me because I was looking 
for their best interests. And that's a mindfuck on a personal level. But eventually, I figured it out that you just got to let people have yes. the process. Yeah. And you have to find peace that the intentions were for and where why you were doing it. And just wait for that day that they come back around. They're like, hey, I get it. Todos aprenden diferente, yeah. Everybody's got their own way of learning. And I've seen it too many times now. And it was funny because that was my biggest, my biggest beef with myself that I would always tell wifey is like, a lot of these guys that fucking were with me from the beginning, they're not there anymore. You know, and it's like, I eventually I just had to say, fuck it. It's not me. Now, for anybody I'm, out there listening that is mm-hmm. kind of like us, I'll tell you because I needed to hear this. Don't get lost in that. Mm. Accept it for what it is. Understand that before God took shit. They what? They're going to talk shit? <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers don't stop talking shit. Uh, and uh, eventually we all get to the point where we mature and we realize the, what people really wanted to do for us. And they'll come back around. Don't get lost. I got lost for like six months trying to find peace and trying to resolve situations and try to put down fires and people talking. And eventually mm-hmm. I was like, hey, listen, they're going to talk regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what you were doing, what you were doing. Just keep moving. Let the actions keep proving what it is. And whenever they come back around, sit down and figure it out, hash it out and move forward. I'll tell you something. I'll let my ego talk, right? Which I don't really move like that anymore. But it's like, hey, people are going to talk regardless. Yeah. Let just the action speak. I never met somebody that is talking shit about me that is doing better than me. Somebody's doing better than me. They don't care what I'm doing. Yeah, because they're busy doing their shit. They're busy growing their empire. That a real. So, so just just let it go and let them have their process. Let them get. They they don't really have an issue with you because if they had an issue with you, they will address it with you. That circle's gone smaller. Attention. You know, they just like the attention that they get from talking about you, and then just work. And whenever they come back around, we'll pass and make peace and. Give them the opportunity again. Hopefully they 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 maximize it, you know? Hopefully. It's Hopefully. not gonna happen. Cool. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good for it's now, all good for me. Now it is, and, you know. <laughs> you know, I do it more because it, like what you put out there comes back. Yeah. I believe in that. So I'm not gonna hold any emotion or any sentiment against somebody that is gonna, you know, heal my energy. So I'd rather just move past it. I remember listening to a quote and I don't know who it was. It was like a reel, I think, or something. And and the person in the reel said, you can't force a person to come up to your level, you know, it, it, so they can drag you, you know, but they'll definitely fucking force yeah. you to come down to their level. And that's true. So I eventually just had to start cutting people out of my life. Yeah, I was, I was cut, listening cut, to cut, 50 cut, the cut, other cut, day. Cut. I was listening to 50 Cent and he said that, like one of the main principles of being a lifeguard, right, is put some distance between you and the person that is drawn. Right. Because a lot easier. For them to drown you with them mm-hmm. than for you to save them. And that's like the first thing that you learn when you become a lifeguard. Like if somebody's gonna go, it has to be you. You're trying to save them, but you gotta put some because it's easier for them to drown you than for you to save them. And that is true. You just gotta, hey, at the end of the day, we all make our decisions and we gotta suffer the consequences. Nice. I'm happy I'm not the only one with fucking haters, CC. You Man, too. this is great. <laughs> I'm over here just like, and all the Lord's children said, Amen. <laughs> Lexi hit us with some Ideos oh, Mio moments right now. So okay. Lexi about to hit us with Sorry. some current events. And we're going to see what's up in the world today. All right. All right. So uh, an Australian vegan resident is facing backlash after she sent her neighbor a letter to stop cooking their meat with their windows open. 
So there's a whole letter. She says, hello, neighbor. Could you please shut your side window when cooking? My family are vegan. We eat only plant-based foods and the smell of the meat you cook makes us feel sick and upset. Now read it again as an Australian. Oh, man. (laughs) I can't. Hey, so that that letter that you put up, that's the actual letter letter right there? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're cooking next door. Uh Uh-huh. In Steaks. their own house. They, they're cooking some fucking ruse and some shrimp <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Pick up some spiders. And then you got vegans next door that are getting sick and butthurt because the window's open and the smell is look at, And they oh threaten, we'll report you and go to social media too. <laughs> so what? Social media. And then it completely <laughs> flipped around on them because social yeah. media came after her. Yeah. <laughs> Taking back to what Junior said, that's somebody who doesn't have too much going on in their life. If they have enough time to come at you about what you're cooking, how you're cooking, and what aromas are coming out of your kitchen. <laughs> Jesus She's like, Christ. you should close your windows. Like, how about you close your window? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly, right? You're, no, you're not. You just, I just saw you inhale some fucking birria tacos, right? Now. <laughs> I was going to ask if you were vegan, CZ. No but way. No. Any vegans she, here? She's a bad one. Yeah, the worst <laughs> vegan ever. I don't see why. No, I had a vegan best friend and she never was like, hey, don't eat that in front of me or mm. anything, you know? So I was crazy? a vegan for years when I lived yeah. in San Francisco. Do you feel worse drinking in front of somebody who is a recovering alcoholic no or eating in front of somebody who is a fucking vegan zero i don't feel bad about anything it's I put that, in my yeah, i'm doing me you're I doing don't you dictate, yeah, yeah i don't no 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 it, it, if it's their problem we're probably not close uh-huh. i don't have people around me that you give a fuck damn you're so angry at i mean come on let's go <laughs> what about you barry am i vegan Oh, <laughs> <What? I don't laughs> have people ever complained about your food trucks and the aroma? Because of the, the food trucks put out some some tasty smells. No, not all bien. Yeah, I, you 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 do have those customers that are like you should see the emails that come sometimes as complaints. Yeah, you know, <laughs> tell them what kind is and that's all you can customer do. Customer service first. That's it. Bad oh, yeah. experience, you get noise complaints. Gotten oh, a lot of those. Or you just write songs called "Fuck the Neighbors." All right, Barry's angry again. I don't know if you guys remember this story. There was a YouTuber who crashed. He crashed a plane for views and likes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it happened purpose? a couple Did years ago. Was his I said, name Harrison Ford? Uh, no, his <laughs> name. He was actually an Olympic snowboarder. His name's Trevor Jacob. I sent him. Look at this. The video. Oh, oh shit! So he God. left. Yeah, he just jumped he out. Jumps and out. I remember the story now. Yeah. Yeah, he jumps out with a parachute. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, not what he's doing. What if that plane landed on sweet. a little village? CC then what? For it? So that's what's At going on littering. right now. They've been investigating it oh, because shit. he tried to like lie and say he didn't know and he didn't do this on purpose. I didn't know the airplane was going to go down when I jumped out. Yeah, <laughs> like not? all this stuff. But now he's facing 20 years in prison. Oh my God. Why the fuck would he yeah. film himself jumping out of a plane that no well, one is content? It says content. He was going to get like, some sort of sponsorship if he had yeah, an outrageous fucking video. federal incarceration. He's going to be sponsored <laughs> for 20 years. <laughs> free food. Free food. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's the hack. Okay, got it. <laughs> Albert, all the homies in there. That, that's what you need to do for marketing, Albert. That's the level of marketing <laughs> I want from your 
guys. Ah, Crush the BMW. Yeah. <laughs> Just jump out, ghost ride the whip. Yeah, ghost ride it. <laughs> <laughs> Material items mean nothing to me. As your real estate agent, my sole purpose. See, and then you just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just get Let's it, do it bro. right now. You think I'm here for the money? Uh, I don't give two shits about the money. Uh, All right. Yeah. So the next story, um, you guys have kids, so I don't know. There's these two boys. She doesn't know. Three and six. They crash their parents' car while Airplane? driving oh, to a toy store. Oh. Oh. They just want to do hood rat shit with their friends. Bro. <laughs> Do hood rat shit. I like how they uh, just like. I like how they covered just their eyeballs. <laughs> they like teeth. You're gonna, you're gonna be a yeah. felon, and you're gonna have no eyes. Fool. How old were they? <laughs> um, uh, three and six. Damn. The six-year-old oh, was nice. driving. I know, of course, adults, of course. Right? What, where is this at? Uh, Malaysia. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. We can't blame Britney Spears for that one. That's yeah. all on them. What's going on in the world? People are just doing shit for clout now. Yeah. Jumping yeah. out of a oh. fucking airplane. We're living get, that movie oh, Idiocracy man. right now. I never watch it. People keep telling me about that. What, what, what's this? What, what? It's just fucking, we, it's like a dystopian view of what America could become. And hilariously enough, they're like, in the movie, they're like, we're looking for the dumbest fucking shoes that everybody can wear. They're like, this is the stupidest fucking shoes. Nobody's ever wear these things. And now look at them. But now it's it's like when co- corporate sponsorship and like everything just goes too far. Like, uh, the president's name is like Dorito or some shit. Like, well, are you hating on me for Crocs now? For me? <laughs> no, just Croc sure. well, that was the whole thing with Idiocracy is that's what they deliberately went. It was like, what are the shoes that will like the dumbest looking things? And mm-hmm. they ended up being Crocs. But it's like it's made those, by uh, Mike Judge from fucking. Yeah, it's one of those South uh, Park. Oh, okay. things where everything comes true. Yeah, <laughs> like the Simpsons. He, he pretty much nailed I it. I fucking hated Crocs forever. I busted my nephew's balls. Anyone who wore Crocs around me, I'd clown. Then uh, Jay Peasy from Arizona heard me and he, and he sent me a, a pair of hot pink Crocs. Mm-hmm. Fucking love them, bro. I put them on. You've been caught in public. Dude, I, an accident. Like I, I, I live pretty close to the brewery, Junior. So I walk to the brewery. I left the house wearing these fucking Crocs. Bright ass pink. They're the platform ones too. And then I walk into the brewery and Get then like somebody just like kept looking at me and I'm like, oh, fuck. I what was your it. excuse at no effects? I Nothing. Don't any. <laughs> you don't? You don't? I don't either. The Crocs are the best now. I got a pair. My what mom got these? a pair of black. What about these? Esos que son. They look like Yeezys. Those are Yeezys. Would you? Would you? I don't know. Let me put your giblets. It's all it's about the giblets. It's like the Shein version of them too. Hey, listen, you can buy them on Shein for like 20 bucks. Do you really? Are those, Do you are they really? Crocs or Yeezys? The Yeezys. Are they comfortable? Yeah. yeah. How much did you pay? The most expensive Yeezys. You're not going to do me like you guys did, Fabio. Come on. I got to know. I got to know. I got to think for shoes, homie. I got to think for shoes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> over under 500. Way over. I, I don't even remember. I've been fortunate enough to be on that shoe thing since I was in high school, so I, I pay retail for my stuff. So that like wasn't that expensive. By the way, Adidas donated, I guess, like all the leftover Yeezy. That's what I heard. I just read a story. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Oh, Way too much shoot. money on the line. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to figure it out. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's a multi-billion dollar arrangement that fucking yay had with Adidas. It, they, Adidas would be ignorant hey, to just throw all of that anything, shit just into the fire yeah. and say, done. Hey, props props uh, to GC. He's been talking that shit for, for a few years and he told every single fucking corporation that he was that guy. And listen, on a personal level, I don't like his music. Personal level, I think he's fucking You're talking about crazy. Kanye? Yeah. 
Oh but on, on, on the level of being Business. an icon and building a brand, he has all the leverage and respect. I mean, like when you get a corporation like that to come back to the table, that's crazy. After I got zero no, baby, respect baby, for him for all the shit that, that he said crazy. and all no, the shit that he was yeah. wearing. On, on I got zero level, respect. Dead with stop. On a personal level, but business wise, whatever. I'm telling you, Listen, some minds are just he, built different. He, he got he got on a podcast and uh, with Breakfast Club, and he mm-hmm. told Nike, "Like you're gonna regret this yep. shit." And then he went and built that shit yep. at Adidas. That yeah. shit was uh, respect. Yeah, respect. I mean, on I, a personal <laughs> level, fuck him. I'm not a fan, like at all. But there's certain Chapo Guzman. There you go. You know, cartels. Fucking uh, crime syndicates. You know, you're not, I'm not a fan. I don't participate in any of those things. But if you are from the outside looking in, that's how you fucking build a Fortune that's 500 company. Yeah, that's that's how you run a business. Those businesses don't fail. Those business those businesses cease to exist because people's greed takes over, and then they think they can do more than what they're doing. Maintain, you know, like fucking Chapo Guzman. Still, probably one of the highest paid. For, he's, he was on fucking Forbes. Listen, <laughs> there was a. Uh, uh, some award show in Mexico a few months ago. Okay. He's in jail. Mm. He's the head of a cartel. Mm. National TV, a group with the hottest song with his initials in the back of the stage in Prime TV. What's up? That yeah. shit is crazy. When I saw it on Instagram, I was like, yo, this is crazy. That's nuts. Here, it's crazy. On the highest ranking podcast in San Diego, in Southern <laughs> California. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You always, you just, I'm just saying, dog. There's and, and when we went to Culiacan, we we had a layover in Culiacan a couple of weeks ago after Mexico City, and that's where I picked I picked this up. You we, got that from a store. See, uh, yeah, bro. And people <laughs> lose their mind when I tell them this. I said we were at the fucking airport, and they were we were at a gift shop, mm-hmm. and that gift <laughs> shop sold product was based around the Sinaloa cartel and Chapo Guzman. That's crazy. That's all it was, all that shit. I'm like, hey, if not him, somebody in the click is. Somebody's getting a cut. (laughs) They were selling this and I talked to the the man (laughs) and his wife who owned it. He's like, hey, you know what? And then I don't know how to say it in English. Call a spade a spade. He is what he is. Two plus two equals four. But (laughs) yeah, it doesn't matter. This, he knows how to run a brand. He knew how to build his brand. He knew he took advantage of the opportunities that were given to him. He did it. I was like, shit, I got to buy this. This is fucking, you know, like when am I ever going to be in Culiacan? And then everybody there loves him. Yeah. Everybody there loves him. It was crazy, man. I I, just, Leave leave your hood for a little bit. So hard, we need to come up with the chapel slide somehow. <laughs> chapel that slide. could be our little fucking asshole. It has a mustache on it, fool. <laughs> Life is crazy, but I agree. I agree with Junior in that, and I've said it for years. Like, if I had an opportunity to run my businesses like one of these cartels runs theirs, I think it's it's foolproof. You know, because it's run on loyalty and it's run on respect and it's run on making sure you do things the right way. Unfortunately, in an illicit fucking uh, industry. But I feel if you take those mentalities and you put sit down Warren Buffett, you sit down a Bill Gates and you sit down like a, a cartel boss or a mafia leader or whatever, they're going to come to agreement on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to know like how to structure certain things. They'll know how to solve problems. Like, I don't know wow. why. Oh, my God. Where you guys at? We were at Chuckle's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we got the Yeezys. We were, we were, we were, that was a we were like bike. 20 bottles in. Oh, yeah. 20 bottles in? <laughs> I was like it. For, listen, since I started so that was the business, the one that off. was the first trip I took. <laughs> Where was that? And we went to Cabo. Uh, yep. Nice. No, it's those bad. Yeah, yeah, shit, bro. Hey, you were thinner there, fucking Albert. What happened? Breaking. That's what happened. That is what happened. I got that. 
<laughs> yeah, work on that posture a little bit there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, bottles, sorry, I'm not a medium anymore. I feel you. Today was an epic fucking conversation. Uh, we. <laughs> I was uncomfortable. Fuck! <laughs> listening to listening to Junior just just spit his game, how he started, where he started, what drives him, what keeps him motivated, what it takes. He gave you guys a fucking blueprint on how to make it work. Yep. That shit is foolproof. Prime For a time. second there, I thought you were talking about our lunch break. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because I thought he was going to talk about the lunch conversation. Oh, yeah. Patreon. Patreon. People got to pay to hear that. That fucking lunch was amazing, though. Yeah, that lunch it was, was so amazing. Good. What and was the it, Every lunch at Belia King's is amazing. Go check it out. I don't know if there was rhino pills. Like ground, ground up rhino pills yeah, from fucking 7-Eleven so. <laughs> were in horny, the salsa. Though. I learned a lot about Cece. I learned about a lot about fucking Barry, though. We learned a lot about ourselves. Fuck. Casas didn't say shit, and I think that's by design. Casas <laughs> never, he never shit. says he anything. Listen, you see I know what kind, of ruler, what kind of ruler fucking Lexi uses and what she considers big. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, man. Hey, I, I did it. And I apologize to my wife because that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any final words, Junior? Nah, man. Motivate us. Leave us with something motivating. You've done it all episode. I don't know, man. You got to pull that on me. <laughs> no, listen, bro. I, I just always started. I, I said we 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 crossed paths maybe once. So I, the way that you gave it up when they did their interview, I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. We're here to we're here to Emo Brown at its at its common denominator is providing a, a, a stage, a platform for the homies or for people here in the community to come and Share their winnings, their losses, their learning experiences, and and people out there connect with it. Because Albert is from the community. You're from the community. See, we're all here from the fucking South Bay. We're all mm -hmm. from San Diego. We're all from the community. We all belong to a certain uh, demographic. And I don't think our, our the demographic that we all belong to gets a lot of shine. A lot of opportunity to shine or share their stories or share anything, bro. So at the root of all things Emo Brown is that. It's like, I want you to come on here and how did you get there? You know, yeah. what were the obstacles? Like, how can, what, what can you teach us? How can we learn from you? So when I do that, maybe I avoid that pitfall. And I share this fucking story all the time, all the fucking time. When I wanted to open a brewery and I said, I'm going to open it in Chula Vista, nine out of 10 breweries that are existing laughed. And they said, you're fucking stupid. Nobody is going to support uh, a brewery in Chula Vista. Mexicans don't drink craft beer. Black people don't drink craft beer. Philippi Asians people don't. Minorities don't drink craft beer. That shit only works in North County and East County and certain areas in, in San Diego. You're wasting your money. You're probably going to be out of business. Fast forward the six years that we've been in business now, <clears throat> I would say seven of the nine people told me, no, they're out of fucking business. You got yeah. Mexican people selling you, know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the other two are asking, how do we get on the block? Yeah. You know, so it, it, it for me, it your story rings close I to me. I got the same thing when I when I told people I'm going to open a food yeah. truck and I'm going to sell filet mignon, steak, chicken, shrimp off and of it. I'm going to charge 50 bucks for it. And he like, does. You're fucking crazy. And I was like, yeah. There's always going to be people. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be people that are going to tell you no. Everyone's, you got and, and, a lot of people talking about people that are actually doing shit that have mm -hmm. never done anything. Yeah. Like you, you said it best, man. The people who are shitting on simple. you, you know for a fact aren't doing more than you. You know, you know, for a fact, they're not doing more, more than what you're doing. The people who told me no, wanted to do what we were doing. They just didn't have the fucking balls. They, the balls they didn't have the fucking balls to do it. And now that we've put the fucking blueprint out there, you, you can open a brewery in Chula Vista. You can open this in the South Bay. It's too late now. Shop is closed. No more applications mm -hmm. are being taken. So it's like, fuck, man, I'm not, I'm a piece of shit. 
You know, I'm, 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 no, I, you're not. I, I like to talk we shit. Are. You know, I like to talk yeah. shit. I'm not, I don't think I have a huge ego. I have an ego, but it's not. You need your ego you know? sometimes to remind them what time it is. And that's what I, I was. I would I'd say like, it's like medium average. I was telling them in my family and I said, you know what? I need and to be how battles. I am. That's one of the biggest battles to keep to, to understand that you're in a different level mm. in your life and trying to always operate with that mentality. Like, yo, I'm, a, I'm sitting on a different chair. I shouldn't act like that. Sometimes you just got to go back down. To Sometimes it. being humble is your worst enemy. Shit, the other day, like. He put me on to that. JC, he reminded me of that JC line. It's like, sometimes you need your ego. Mm. No, if he's saying it, then do it, bro. It is what it is. Because unfortunately, we live in a in a time where sometimes you just got to slap a motherfucker to let him know to not play with you. That's right. You know? Violence. You just have to. And and, 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 and I'm, a firm, <laughs> I'm a firm believer of always taking the high road, mm. you know, and not, not saying anything. But sometimes, you know, like we had a conversation the other day. It's like, Man, if we don't do something about this, then you're gonna have 25 motherfuckers line up and think that they can play. They with can you. do the same thing mm-hmm. if you don't. If mm-hmm. you don't make a mess. If Damn, for what kind of bridges are you song. fucking burning, Junior? What, what, what's <laughs> nah, going on? Bridge, man. What, what brings hey. what brings the most drama to your life and your businesses? The the I don't, I don't really have drama. I'm just going through growing pains of building uh, a small business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or 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 starting an idea that turned into a big business, mm. or it's on the way to turn into a business, or it has the vision to become big business, right? We started with the idea of build, of opening up a food truck, one brand, and then it turned into six locations. You mentioned what I have. Now I closed down three locations in the process, right? I closed them so I can open a hundred mm. eventually. Yeah. Right. That's some addition by subtraction. You do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the drama or whatever is in my life right now is, is just growing pains of like, hey, the vision got bigger, the workload got bigger, the what it requires from you got bigger. And not everybody had the idea of doing so, right? So that's the only drama that I have right now. And sitting down in that chair where you're the final word brings you the drama, even if you don't Ugh. want it, you know? Believe it, man. You don't got to look for you're it. You're the bad guy. Always. And, you know, like one of my, my high school coaches. Damn, we're in therapy story. right now, fool. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even here crying. I respect a lot in the, in the industry. Uh, Scooter Brown. He's he's a huge guy. Look him up. Uh, I got the pleasure of working with him earlier in his career when we were moving artists from Atlanta to San Diego and stuff like that. He represents Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and stuff like that. And in one of his recent podcasts, he he mentioned it. He said like, "Hey, um, when you're a coach and when you're the business leader, owner, like the wins are theirs, the losses are yours, no matter what. Always. Right? And and that's just what it is. You just got to be okay with being the bad person." It always comes full circle, though. They come back around. We're dads. You got to get used to that <laughs> shit. That's very true, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there comes a time where you got to put that humble face aside and say, no, sometimes it's, it's time to be the bad guy. And the bad guy is, uh, it's not a good look sometimes. But. And I don't think nobody got to those levels without being the bad guy. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, or being it, portrayed as the bad guy, not yeah. being the bad guy. Let's make that clear because then they're going to agree on me for that. Nobody's nah. the villain in their own movie. Barry, what the fuck are you talking about? Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> the villain in every movie doesn't like think he's that. a bad guy. This is just a warning. If you have Biddy Kings. <laughs> you're going to talk like me. So it's rhino pills. <laughs> fucking, you, you had 12 fucking tacos de birria, fool. You need a shill. You need to run it out right now. Junior. What's up? Fuck yeah, bro. Thanks, bro. I look forward to meeting and, and fuck doing shit with you, fool. I, I, I think there's opportunity for all of us out there. CC, I think we learned a lot today. Speaking into I existence. Did. Oh, yeah, we'll fucking speak that shit into Today, existence. We're gonna celebrate that we get that that beer and wine mm. license with a, with a drop of. Get it, bro. Yeah, let's do, do it. your thing. Yeah, the he says, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat>
Junior Moran. Yeah. Damn, dude. Can I put you in my back pocket? Can I can I text you when I'm having a bad day? And wasting my dinero. Talking about how many ways a woman loves an hombre. But what's the 